The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Thanks for being here with Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393 on Twitter at Pat Unleashed. So the Supreme Court pick is in. Did everybody everybody watch the big announcement last night? <laughs> yes, of course. Um, I'm a nerd. And, you know, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Underwhelmed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Underwhelmed is a perfect uh, way to describe it. It's not catastrophe. It's not really bad. I'm just, it's just underwhelming because, you know, especially after the uh, Orrin Hatch article. Where did that come from, Orrin? Where he continually called, used pronouns to describe the nominee, she and her, leading everybody to believe, well, okay, he's going to go with Amy Coney Bryant? That's the best of the four remaining. Yeah. That'd be it, awesome. Made it hurt even more last night. And then no. And no. Which I thought was probably a distinct possibility. Uh, although you would like to have thought he based that on some sort of knowledge I guess not. I mean, look, look, <laughs> just, look. From from the moment Kennedy announced his retirement, you said the first words out of your mouth were, "I think it's going to be Kavanaugh." Yep, that's what you said. Yep, and you said it like that. Yes, and I'm a cynic because I live on planet Earth, uh-huh. and so I believe that Trump probably just. Uh, this is just cynic Keith here. Uh-huh. I think he said, "Oh, you don't like it when presidents are under investigation." That's my guy. And and that's a thing because he's already written about uh, presidents who should not be under investigation like this. They shouldn't be indicted. Uh, it would be a catastrophe to the country, he says, for a president to be indicted. Is that why he picked him? I don't know. He did he pick him because he's hardcore Republican establishment? That's true. I, I don't. I don't know. Did he pick him because he doesn't have any super obvious Roe v. Wade leaning, leanings? I, I don't know. Is it going to make the process easier? Probably. We talked to Mike Lee on Glenn's show when I filled in uh, today uh, for Stu. And uh, and the thought seems to be that Brett Kavanaugh is going to sail right through the confirmation process. I don't know. Boy, based on the stuff I'm hearing, I don't know. But here was uh, Trump making the announcement uh, about Brett Kavanaugh. Both Justice Kennedy and Justice Scalia were appointed by a president who understood that the best defense of our liberty and a judicial branch, immune from political prejudice, were judges that apply the Constitution as written. That president happened to be Ronald Reagan. In keeping with President Reagan's legacy, I do not ask about a nominee's personal opinions. Hmm. What matters is not a judge's political views, but whether they can set aside those views to do what the law and the Constitution require. I am pleased Hmm. to say that I have found, without doubt, such a person. Tonight, it is my honor and privilege to announce that I will nominate Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the United States Supreme Court. 
So there it was, the uh, the announcement of Brett Kavanaugh. And uh, just underwhelming again. It was just underwhelming. It wasn't terrible. Uh, it, it wasn't maddening. Yeah, just a little disappointing, which is kind of how uh, Judge Napolitano described it on Fox News. He said he was just disappointed with the, with the pick. Um, for his part, Brett Kavanaugh was there with his family, stepped up to the microphone, and here's what Kavanaugh had to say. Mr. President, thank you. Throughout this process, I've witnessed firsthand your appreciation for the vital role of the American judiciary. No president has ever consulted more widely or talked with more people from more backgrounds to seek input about a Supreme Court nomination. Mr. President, I am grateful to you, and I'm humbled by your confidence in me. Thank you. Thirty years ago, President Reagan nominated Anthony Kennedy to the Supreme Court. The framers established that the Constitution is designed to secure the blessings of liberty. Justice Kennedy devoted Mm -hmm. his career to securing liberty. Mm. I am Mm -hmm. deeply honored to be nominated to fill his seat on the Supreme Court. I will tell each senator Uh that I revere the Constitution. I like that. I believe that an independent judiciary is the crown jewel of our constitutional republic. Mm. Mm -hmm. If confirmed by the Senate, I will keep an open mind in every case, and I will always strive to preserve the Constitution of the United States and the American rule of law. Well, what he didn't say there was that he was going to consult the South African Constitution for for his rulings. Didn't say a word about South Africa's Constitution, nor Canada's, which, as you all know, is much more recent than ours. <laughs> the Canadian Constitution was written in 1982. He didn't say he was going to look to that or the UN Charter of Rights. He did not? This guy is atrocious. Whoa. We've got to fight hard against him. Sure. He didn't use any of the Ruth Bader Ginsburg criteria. None of it. <laughs> guy, <laughs> The guy said the right things. You know, he said the right things for conservatives and that he's he reveres the Constitution. That's what he's going to use as his basis for whether or not, you know, for, for his rulings. On the other hand, for the left, he said, I'm, I've got an open mind. Just present me with the case. So, I mean, he should play well, you would think. Uh, Justin Amash, not excited about him. Uh, he tweeted out, Kavanaugh is not another Gorsuch. Not even close. Disappointing pick, particularly with respect to his Fourth Amendment record. Future decisions on the constitutionality of government surveillance of Americans will be huge. We can't afford a rubber stamp for the executive branch. Hmm. So that's what he said. I don't know. I got to familiarize myself on this Fourth Amendment stuff. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what he's written on that. I wonder if he's going to lose some Republican votes. Um, like, Based on that? Yeah, like Rand Paul or somebody like that. I don't, Maybe. I don't know yet. Uh, ben Sass, another member of the Judiciary Committee, issued this statement. 
Well, actually, let me play what uh, Sass said. Here, here's what Sass uh, said uh, about Brett Kavanaugh. I think he's done a great job with his court picks. Actually, I think the precedent he set of this list of now 25 uh, that he campaigned on would be a great thing to go forward in presidential politics in American mm -hmm. life. One of the fundamental powers the president has is to nominate people who, if confirmed, will serve for a lifetime and telling voters who you'd pick. It's a really good tradition, and the president has stuck to his list, so I applaud it. How do you think this is going to go on the committee? Because hmm. we've heard of a, a number of Democrats, some sit on that committee, that are basically opposed no matter whom the president picks. You know, last year when Gorsuch was picked, you and I were supposed to be doing our interview on the court, <laughs> it steps got of the court tonight. It was a little rowdy out there at the court tonight. Loud out there. Uh, you know, when Gorsuch was picked last year, I went over to just engage some of the protesters. I was at the White House tonight for the president's pick, and a year ago the president hmm. had me over when he selected Gorsuch. We came back, and I was headed to my office, and I thought I'll go outside and see who these protesters are. And uh, they had all these Mad Lib signs. They had signs that were made. <laughs> up and they had they sharpies to right. fill in the name of who the person was who was supposedly <laughs> going to end the world. This isn't the apocalypse. This is a chance to teach our kids basic civics and to celebrate checks and balances. Yeah. Uh, and yet, you know, he's talking about people are filling in his name with a sharpie. They also had printed signs that said they didn't want Kavanaugh. No Kavanaugh or Kavanaugh with a line crossed through him. Well, so you must have printed out signs for every eventuality it didn't matter who trump picked obviously they're gonna they're gonna attack him yeah and making the rounds on twitter i think a group uh, women's march uh, uh prematurely sent out a press release um that just said you know gather to protest uh president trump's uh pick nomination of mm -hmm. xx I mean, it was just so Jeez. they didn't care no it didn't if, matter if uh, they were <laughs> Uh, would have been kind of funny if he would have uh, put in Merrick Merrick's name, you know, Obama's <laughs> nominee. Yeah. That would have been fun. Because uh, then what are you going to do? Okay, so obviously you're just protesting Donald Trump here. Um, but Sass also tweeted out, put out a statement. He said, Brett Kavanaugh is a serious jurist known for careful deliberation. This doesn't matter to many on the left. Sadly, the resistance is going to try to bork him by uh, portraying him as a cross between Luke, Lex Luthor and Darth Vader. <laughs> this isn't the apocalypse. This is an opportunity to thoroughly review Kavanaugh's record, debate this seriously, and celebrate our system of checks, balances, limited government. So a really reasoned statement by Ben Sass, And the fact that he's not seemingly disappointed with this guy is somewhat heartening to me. Um, from Senator Jody Ernst. Of Iowa, Judge Brett Kavanaugh is a highly qualified, well-respected justice committed to the rule of law. He deserves a respectful and timely confirmation, and I stand ready to offer advice and consent on Judge Kavanaugh as he moves through the process. Hmm. Mike Lee said, I look forward to the process in the Senate. Process, process, process. And uh, getting to know Judge Kavanaugh and his family better in the coming months and hopefully voting to confirm him to the U.S. Supreme Court in the fall. Rand Paul said basically the same thing. I look forward to the upcoming hearings, reviewing the record, meeting personally with Judge Kavanaugh with an open mind. Uh, Tim Scott, now more than ever, we need a Supreme Court justice that will uphold free speech, religious liberty, and the rights given by the Constitution. Judge Kavanaugh has an impressive resume, and I look forward to meeting him and learning more. <laughs> Uh -huh. uh, yeah. Also from uh, Ted Cruz, by any measure, Judge Kavanaugh is one of the most respected federal judges in the country. And I look forward to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, from Marco Rubio, Brett Kavanaugh is a qualified mainstream jurist who possesses the right temperament 
so and experience the for the for the position. Uh, no, he's not looking forward to the process. Uh-uh. Thank you, Marco. Oh. <laughs> My decision on whether to ultimately support his nomination will be based on his commitment to original intent, judicial restraint, and the understanding that the Supreme Court is a trier of law, appellate court, and not a trier of fact, trial court. This is critically important because too many in the federal judicial system today believe it's appropriate for judges to craft new policies and rights instead of interpreting and defending the Constitution as written. That's great. Mm-hmm. No, okay. I, I take oh, it back right. so in he, part. Okay. Nevertheless, I am hopeful for a fair and thorough confirmation process. <laughs> okay. So everybody's looking forward to the process. Not a lot of commitment so far. No. So that's interesting, I think. It is interesting. In of itself. Yeah. Um, You're going to have a lot of opposition from the Democrats. I bet they're in luck. Maybe Joe Manchin comes across the aisle. Well. Maybe. You know who hasn't. I don't uh, even know. Hasn't tweeted out or discussed uh, Kevin all yet is uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke, better known as Beto. So we're... Monitoring right. his Twitter account today. Beto, the uh, the Irish Hispanic person. Yeah. For some reason. Uh, I don't know. He does great um, uh, town halls, by the way. I don't know if you're familiar well, with Well, he runs. Right. They're running town halls, which is, you know, Ted Cruz isn't doing running town halls. Nope. You tell me if you should have a U.S. senator who doesn't do running town halls. Huh. Huh. You know what the problem with uh, Ted Cruz and, and not doing running town halls, maybe? He's not getting enough vegetables in his diet. Oh. And I got a solution. If uh, Ted doesn't like vegetables, you know, the green vegetables that are so good for you and make you healthier, yeah. um, even though I hate the taste of them, uh, that's why I don't have to worry about that anymore because I now have Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. It's uh, They've made it into a powder. They flavored it, sweetened it. So you just you take one scoop... And you put it in maybe eight ounces of water, more or less, whatever. It's it's up to you. But if you put in less, it's you know you're gonna get a lot more flavor, and it's it's really good. Just take one scoop, which is a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables for you. It's uh, boosts your immune system. It does all kinds of great things that your body is going to love, even if your taste buds hate the taste of, you know, kale. And broccoli, like mine do. And I, my mom used to tell me all the time, it just, it's an acquired taste. You have to keep eating. What If I hate it in the first place, why do I want to acquire that taste? Why? So I never did. But now I don't have to. Just put one scoop into your uh, favorite drink or eight ounces of water. It's that easy. It tastes great. It's awesome. You will feel better. You will have more energy. And you might be healthier in the long run. Just go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. We'll give you a 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. 
Uh, just some of the sights and sounds of the Supreme Court building last night. Excuse me. Jeez, what? They did not uh, mindless morons. Spend a lot of time prepping for that. No, they really like didn't. They missed the uh, the protest prep meeting. Whew, man, one of the signs uh, during this debacle was circumcision harms. Um, sorry, is that a Supreme Court case? Uh, <laughs> is there a circumcising issue that I didn't know about that I'm not aware of that? It's coming before the court after they've closed their session. That's that's the first guy who showed up to protest uh, the pick. Circumcision harms? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So like a couple hours uh, uh, before the <laughs> announcement, great. someone tweeted out a picture in front of the Supreme Court. And it was just the circumcision guy out there hanging out. You know what's weird is, that's I remember this so clearly. We were at the uh, Super Bowl in San Francisco. Was that 2014, 15? In there somewhere, three, yeah. four years ago. And, you know, because of the new stadium, it's not even in San Francisco. It's clear out <laughs> Santa Clara, California. It's like an hour and a half away from downtown. Smart move by the 49ers, by yeah, the way. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. But they had all these protesters in town uh, and out in front of the people because, you know, there's going to be a lot of fans in for the Super Bowl and they want to show them their huge topics. And so we're walking down the wharf. Uh, area in San Francisco, and somebody is protesting on virtually every single block. There's some other, and the biggest one we ran across was a bunch of people standing there with circumcision harms signs. <laughs> what? Wow. What? Why? It's the cutting edge of things to protest. Ah, uh, see what you did there. What? No, there was no, what? I did nothing. I'm just I'm making a comment. Uh huh. I mean, really. <laughs> Is that the biggest issue that we have? Uh, to them, it is. Is that an anti-Jewish thing? I wonder. Huh. I wonder if that, that's what it boils down to. It's an oh. anti-Jewish situation. Although many, many Gentiles have been circumcised. And in fact, I would say probably most by a very wide margin. But it harms. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure how. Gosh, some of the pictures. I mean, does that stick ugh. with you the rest of your life? I, I don't... I think that's one of my issues was that I was circumcised when I was a baby. Damn, I still remember that day. It hurts so bad. Yeah, yeah, you never got over that. Never got over it. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just looking to see if there's So does any... it say what the big issue is? You're, not, just, yeah. you're handcuffed for the rest of your life because you've been <laughs> circumcised. Pathetic. It's just so stupid. The left, so unhinged right now. It's It's really amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 93 Evan in Ohio, you're on The Blaze. Hi. Hey, guys. Thank hey. you for taking my call. Sure. Hey, i, I got to tell you, first off, uh, having you and Glenn together is like, is, it's like hauling notes. It's, it's number one on the charts, <laughs> number one in our hearts. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, of course. Um, but, hey, uh, so my comment was that back in 2006, when Judge Kavanaugh was up for the D.C. Circuit Court, Mm-hmm. There were four senators that voted for him. Uh, Then-Senator Barack Obama, Mm -hmm. then-Senator Joe Biden, Dianne Feinstein, and Bill Nelson of Florida all voted for him. Wow. So they'll they'll use his his judgment since then against him, 
However, they had to know what they, they were getting into, right? Yep. Yes, you would think so. Uh, it's amazing, though, how that never seems to haunt the Democrats, but it always comes back to bite the Republicans if they oppose a Supreme Court nominee. Well, you voted for him before. What's wrong now? That's, you know, we won't hear that, though, about these guys, uh, about Feinstein. She'll just, she'll be let off the hook. Uh, and that's a great point. Thanks, Evan, for making it. It's, they've, he was acceptable before. Why is he all of a sudden not acceptable? And we don't know for sure that he's not going to be, especially since Mike Lee said, yeah, he thinks he'll be confirmed without a problem. Um, Collins and Murkowski have both said kind of we're going to take a wait and see attitude here. And they're going to they're going to base a lot on um, their private meetings with him. Hmm. He's going I think he starts the process today. I think he's going directly to the Senate. He's up there on the Capitol Hill right now. There right now. So he'll be talking to uh, senators today to, to be meeting with him, and I'm sure a lot of them are going to ask, well, how do you feel about Roe v. Wade? Settle law, right? Settle law. <laughs> Impressive. Settle law, right? Uh, but he, you, you can't go there. You can, you've got to – and the other thing is Ben Shapiro, who's a pretty good expert on, um, on these kinds of things especially. He's a lawyer. He's been through it. He went to Harvard. He thinks – that the nomination of Kavanaugh probably puts an end to any of the talk of Roe v. Wade going away. Wow. He said they might, you know, roll back some some of the abortion possibilities. Like, I don't know, maybe how many weeks you can have, after how many weeks you can have an abortion. It's 21 right now. Maybe they'll roll that back. Anything they do, which is a step in the right direction, is a good thing, but... You know, all this talk that it would end Roe v. Wade has gotten me all excited. Hmm. And I I don't know that I'd be happy with anything less. Earlier today Mm. on the Blaze Radio Network, uh, Doc had someone on from uh, the Cato Institute who said that um, uh, Kavanaugh is one of the few people that have made the same argument as uh, John Roberts when it came to upholding the individual mandate for Obamacare. Right. Yeah. Really? Are you kidding me? He was bad on the Obamacare thing. think about... uh, He was the same. As Roberts. Yeah. So we have traded mm-hmm. Kennedy, who was against it, for a guy who is for it. So that ain't going away either. Shoot. Because that was five to four, and now it's going to be six to three. I'm sure by the end of the show, I'm going to hate this guy. <laughs> when did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. as we just continue to hear these kinds of things, uh, I don't know. I mean, but think about this. I though. don't know. We always have our hopes up for a for a. A nominee from a Republican, and it turns mm-hmm. out bad. We're starting mm-hmm. at we're totally Overton windowing. We're starting out bad. It's going to end up probably terrible. <laughs> I mean, you're absolutely right. This is. I mean, it never works out to our benefit. Well, I'm starting out underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I I don't know that it's bad yet. I don't know, but you know, I can definitely be convinced. I could be swayed mm-hmm. either way at this point. When did you give up the dream last night? When your phone didn't ring about what? 7.30? Yeah, yes. time, you thought, man. Yeah, dang, I thought it was going to be me, and that it wasn't. I did, too. I yeah. really did think that you had this thing. Yeah, a lot of people thought. I, I did a Pat poll. It's like yeah. 98% of people thought I was going to be the nominee. But You should start answering your phone when it right? rings, and maybe you would be on the Supreme Court. So it's, uh, it's disappointing. If it would have been Amy Coney Barrett, yeah. I would have been really happy. Me, too. Really, That's really happy. That's who I was pulling for. You know, if you're interested in financial freedom, this could be the most important message you'll ever hear. A week from Thursday, which is July 19th, uh, Glenn's hosting a free online investment training broadcast special. And it, this could put you over the edge, financially speaking. 
it's on a new asset class that you know Glenn's been inverse, investing his own money in, and it's gone really well with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. If you'd like to learn more about it, how to do it, when to do it, what to touch, what not to, uh, this could be your lucky day. Go to BeckCryptoShow.com. It is free. It's a free special event, but you need to register. Glennon is number one cryptocurrency expert. Tika Tawari from Palm Beach Letter will walk you through the new case for Bitcoin. He's going to show you, Tika will show you the names of three cryptocurrencies he highly recommends you should buy right now. And you'll have a chance to uh, take part in Palm Beach Letter's exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. Go to BeckCryptoShow.com right now and register for the free special event. BeckCryptoCurrency.com. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. returns and thank you for returning with me triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at pat unleashed on twitter uh gordon michael porter tweets out i can't imagine how difficult it's going to be for tom brokaw to say the name brett kavanaugh <laughs> brett, brett kavanaugh kavanaugh it would be tougher if it was l laden yeah l is the letter that is just it's kryptonite to tom brokaw can we just change like if his it was, name if it was Brett Jalabad, <laughs> it'd be really bad. Brett Jalabad is a Louisville, Kentucky guy. Tonight, uh, the NBC Nightly News with Tom Brokaw. Brett Jalabad travels to Louisville. Okay, well, he went to his... Brett Kavanaugh. No, his middle name is Michael. Now try it. His name is Michael. No, Brett Michael Kavanaugh. Brett Michael uh-huh. Kavanaugh, Brett Michael, Jalalabad, in Louisville. He, got a, he went to Yale University. He went to Yale. Yale. His story's not fun. No. It's... I don't like this at all. I mean. So he continues this trend, too, there of exclusively Ivy League Supreme Court justices. There's not one of them who didn't attend an Ivy League school. Huh. Not great. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could could you not go to I don't know Stanford? Is that too much of a low life university? Rice perhaps Northwestern University of Nebraska. I mean they're churning. Oh, that's definitely districts. too low life. Mm-hmm. Please now, Clarence Thomas is a huge University of Nebraska fan. How is that? But why? Well, he married Jenny, who is from Nebraska. From Nebraska. So okay. yeah, but yeah, that's she's, about as good as we get there. She's great too. Yes, uh, as is Justice. Uh, yeah, Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Love him. Uh, why don't you marry him then? <laughs> yeah, right? that was awesome. Right? I nailed you there. That was yeah, just. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's good. What a burn for really, you. Really true. Right there. By the way. Um, you must be embarrassed of, right I'm, now. I'm, Yes, that was an on-air burn <laughs> across the you planet. You stepped right into that I, one. I did. Oh, um, man. Clarence Thomas, first time that uh, I'm aware of him letting me down was that sales tax ruling. Went five to four. And that was the first time I looked at a ruling where Clarence Thomas was on oh, my yeah? side of an issue. So wow. I guess he is uh, uh, a human after all. 
Dang. That's right. He was on the wrong side of the internet sales tax? Yes, sir. That surprises me. How? Why? Probably because... You want me to read this stuff? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> the one thing I will say about that is the, the uh, brick-and-mortar stores have to put up with it. it. So is it an unfair advantage that the internet stores don't have to? It could be a step in saving brick-and-mortar stores. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. But maybe that's the argument, uh, perhaps. Hmm. You give him some benefit of the doubt. I'll find out before I criticize him further. Mm -hmm. Uh, But meantime, here comes the crazy on on Brett Kavanaugh. Absolutely out of their mind, crazy. People like Terry McAuliffe, (laughs) the governor of Virginia. Uh, He tweeted out last night, the nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh will threaten the lives of millions of Americans for decades to come and will morph our Supreme Court into a political arm of the right-wing Republican Party. Wow, melodramatic much? What (laughs) in the world are you talking about? It will threaten... He'll threaten the lives of millions of Americans for decades? Decades, man. How? Could you explain how? What what could happen is the opposite of that. If Roe v. Wade went away, you could save millions of lives. But that's not obviously what he's talking about. I don't, what are you? Are they are they going to kill gay people because he's on the bench? What what special interest group are you talking about is going to be rounded up and killed because of Brett Kavanaugh? <laughs> it's just I don't get it. These people are so unhinged. And even on the cup of morning postum with Susie and Buffy, uh, Joe Scarborough. <laughs> and you never get enough of the name of that show from you. That's like, that's, that always hits me. Thank you. <laughs> so Scarborough himself said, this isn't some crazy pick like uh, Janine Pirro or something. Mm. And he's right. This is the most establishment, normal, run-of-the-mill, average Supreme Court nominee you could possibly ask for from Donald Trump. He could have gone with Amy Coney Barrett, who they would make a big deal out of because she's Catholic and she belongs to that special group of religious people. And they'll make a religious extremist zealot out of her. You, she said things about abortion, you know, about Roe v. Wade. This guy really has been silent on it for the most part, and you're gonna make uh, you're gonna make him out to be a kook. I think they're gonna be embarrassed because they started trying to do that with Gorsuch, if you remember correctly, mm-hmm. and then came the confirmation hearing, and they're saying this guy's a right wing right wing extremist. We can't have him on the court. Then they sat down and asked him questions, and he was the most reasonable, thoughtful human being you could possibly imagine being uh, appointed to the to the court and they couldn't paint him into an extreme position because he the whole country watched it and saw that he wasn't one yes but gorsuch i'm looking this up uh was only confirmed 54 45 right yeah it was close I mean, come it was on. close and it's it's crazy because this didn't used to be the case just on our side okay let's think of antonin scalia you know what his nomination was you know what the vote was in the case of Scalia? 
98 to nothing. 98-0. Those were the days. You know what the nomination vote for Ruth Bader Ginsburg was? Big like that. 96 to 3. 96 to 3! Sotomayor was, I think, 68-31. Sonia Sotomayor, who's even left of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she was easily confirmed. Easily confirmed. Yeah, Sotomayor, 68-31. to Yep. And... Was Sounds like what I said. It seems like yeah. the word 68231 came out of my mouth. Sorry, I was looking huh. it up. I just wanted to, I, I didn't know that you had it in front of you there. <laughs> it uh, wasn't in front of me. I just, you're just have that good? a steel trap mind. Dang. Yeah. Then what was Kagan? Don't look. I'm going to say <laughs> Kagan was 6832. I have no idea. I'm still oh. looking. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I don't know. K- Kagan's not as Wasn't extreme, close. so I don't, I don't think I... Yeah, she's really... Kagan has, has moderated. If there's one liberal judge that has seemingly yeah. gone to the right, it would be Kagan. Uh, 63-37. Okay, 63-37. Yeah. There's still a wide margin. Yeah. It's not as wide as Sotomayor, though, which is bizarre. I mean, there's no rhyme or reason to this stuff. It's just ridiculous partisanship, and and who knows the reasoning. Um, but uh, uh, J- Joe Manchin hmm. said the Obama-era health care law provides crucial protections to 800,000 constituents, blah, blah, blah. So he says he wants to know Kavanaugh's views on that one. He's not even necessarily going to uh, Roe v. Wade. Um, and it's interesting because Manchin will like his position mm-hmm. on Obamacare. Yep. So Manchin might be a yes, and we might get at least one Democrat to cross cross over. North Dakotan Heidi Heitkamp says she'll thoroughly review and vet Kavanaugh's record. Indiana's Joe Donnelly says he'll weigh Kavanaugh's record and qualifications. So there you have three who are maybe open-minded. I don't know. And I If you get one of them... Do you get one of then them? Then you negate the uh, margin for error with McCain and uh, Susan Collins. Right. Gets you down to 50 and to then 50, Mike Pence. And then the vice president decides. So uh, this is going to be an interesting few months, though. If, he, if he's not confirmed, and I don't expect him to be, then what I think will happen is they'll get to, uh, they'll have Amy Barrett thrown at him. Okay, go ahead and vote down two of these guys or two of these people in a row. <laughs> Hashtag me too. And you're going to see how unreasonable the Democrats are. You're just the party of no. Then you can start throwing the same things they threw at Republicans back in the day. You're the party of no. It doesn't matter who he nominates. You're going to say no. You're the party of no. Okay, so uh, that'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> I kind of want that. I know. I almost <laughs> do, too. Especially since this guy is not my dream pick. Yeah. You know, I was thinking of this. Let's just say that Trump nominated someone. Well, forget it. That, that one day Roe versus Wade is overturned. Mm-hmm. There will be riots in the streets. Oh, yeah. This country. Yeah. How, how, be torn to, apart at the seams. What a way to go out. A how? nation ripped apart for the right to kill unborn children. Crazy. But seriously. It's it, a fight worth waging, though. But and, and if it is overturned, so what? Then it's a Tenth Amendment issue, and there's plenty of places to go get an abortion at that point. Yeah. I stop. I mean, it's yeah. not. You they, think Massachusetts is not going to offer abortions to their citizens? Of course they are. Yeah. You think California won't? Of course they will. So chill. But Utah? 
Texas, Indiana, other places that are, you know, conservative in nature, they may just outlaw it. And then if you need an abortion, okay, fine, go to California. Sorry, you can't do it here. Oh, did, but on Kavanaugh, you know what he investigated was Vince Foster's uh, suicide. I, I found that. Oh, out he last did. Night. Yeah, did he really? Yeah, I printed. Him. He was in on that. Yeah, let's see here. Hold on a second. Oh boy, I didn't have it. It was on his Wikipedia page that he was involved investigating that, huh? But what did he say about it? I don't know. I just uh, he probably concluded that that was a fun nugget for you there. Um, yes, it was suicide. He shot himself in the head three times, then dragged himself across the street and died in the park. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody who commits suicide does, right? I mean, you got to find a good place to land. When you really look into the uh, foster thing, mm-hmm. you see that there's nothing to it. <clears throat> Sadly. Shh. Stop it. There's nothing to it. Stop it. Sorry. And uh, he worked for Kenneth Starr, so that's enough to disqualify him in I many know, minds. Of... Yeah, the Kenneth Starr thing. And how many, how many times do you think, what is the over-under on how many times we'll hear the name Kenneth Starr uh, during the confirmation hearings? Uh, Questioned 65. At, uh, 65. 65. Right. And I'm going to go over. I'm going to write that down. And then mm-hmm. I'm not going to come back to that number later. Okay. But I'll just act like I will. <laughs> All right. 65. Sounds reasonable. Thank you. Because <laughs> it'll probably be wildly wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. And your, your thoughts at 800-888. I mean, 900 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 3393 Or at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yes. Um, like many Americans, you probably have a gun at home for personal protection protection but when was the last time you could practice with it at your home sure you can go to the range you can uh go to cabela's or someplace walmart whatever if they still sell ammunition at walmart uh and buy a bunch of ammunition but then you realize good golly that was expensive well this eliminates all that eliminates the drive to and from the hassle with traffic the cost of the ammo and allows you to practice firing your gun and becoming proficient at it in the comfort and privacy of your own home. See, iTarget Pro has revolutionized home firearm training. In fact, I, I don't think there was actually home firearm training before iTarget Pro. It's and when there was, very it, unsafe. you ended up in the news. Yeah, and went to jail because <laughs> he was firing bullets through his walls. That's not a good idea. What uh, iTarget Pro does is it utilizes your smartphone and their app. In, and in place of a bullet, there's a laser beam that detects exactly where your shots are landing on the target. Fantastic system. Really fun. And right now, you can save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money and time. And take your skill to the next level and so conveniently. Right in the comfort and privacy of your own home. It's the letter I then targetpro.com offer code pat itargetpro.com this is pat gray the blaze radio network Welcome. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh Tele- Telemundo. Oh no, it's eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three. See this two show thing is just 
screwing up my telephone number uh, <laughs> memory. 888-900-3393. Is it safe to say that Glenn's radio number and the <clears throat> Blaze radio number are the only two phone numbers that you have memorized in your life at all? Because, I mean, it's to that point in my life uh, where you, I literally have, like, two phone numbers. You just push a button, right? Yeah. You just always so that's search you, a name and you push send. So I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Everybody in the audience, just go ahead and program, you know, speed dial nine. Yeah. And so Pat can now say to everyone, just press uh, nine, hold down nine on your phone, and then it'll work. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. Eh, except we can't guarantee that everybody does that. Everyone's so, going to do what if you difficult. ask them, this audience will do that. Anyway, Telemundo is ignoring now the lowest Hispanic unemployment numbers of all time. Oh, wow. On the morning of July 6th, the Department of Labor's Bureau of Labor Statistics announced that Hispanic unemployment in the U.S. reached its lowest level <laughs> in the 45 years since they started keeping track of that statistic back in 1973, 4.6%, 4.6. Now you would think that would be great news, huge news on the big, well, the nation's number one Spanish language TV uh, channel, right? Mm-hmm. But no. Telemundo. The principal national evening newscast of Univision and Telemundo, Telemundo, Maria, Telemundo. <laughs> uh, along with their lesser known Rivals Azteca America, or is it Azteca America and Estrella TV, all kept silent about the number and its significance for the uh, Latino population. None of them said anything. Uh, Wow. Doesn't fit the agenda. They're just not going to talk about it. Mm -mm. Uh, During the milestone month of June, a net 164,000 Hispanics entered the U.S. workforce. While employment per the household survey increased by about 250,000, leading to 86,000 fewer unemployed. The principal Washington-based U.S. Spanish language news program also passed on reporting the historic news that evening, as did Informativo. (laughs) During the 2016 presidential campaign, then... Candidate Trump repeatedly pledged to create jobs and opportunities for African Americans and for Hispanic Americans that have been failed so badly. So he said that those two groups have been failed by the Democrats. Uh, And they've not talked about it. They didn't talk about it then. They're not talking about it now. They had no time in in their reports for any of the unemployment numbers, but they did have plenty of time. To talk about International Kissing Day on Telemundo. Wait, when was that? Uh, same day. Same day, which obviously is bigger news, and so you're going to push the unemployment so, numbers right out the window. Friday was International Kissing Day. International, and we missed it. What? International Kissing Day. We have let the audience down. Mm-hmm. Mm. The other thing they reported on, of course, the World Cup. Was Mexico even still in it then, or... Colombia was. No, they were out by then. Was Colombia in it? No, they were out too. Oh. Um, so even though when their teams are out, it's still more important than the <laughs> unemployment numbers. Jeez. Wow. And that blackout uh, extended throughout the weekend. Neither uh, Univision nor Telemundo mentioned a peep about it on their next two-day broadcast either. And I don't think they still have. They're just not talking about it. Just, uh, I mean, that's amazing. 
you're, you're talking about a Spanish news uh, channel network, several of them. What is that? Five? And not one of them mentioned it? Interesting. <laughs> it's just, if it was the opposite, if it was the highest ever, or if it'd been going up at all, oh, yeah. you know it'd be everywhere. Oh. You know it would. So there's a campaign promise that he kept. Yeah. Uh, yes. Help with the unemployment of African Americans and uh, Latinos. Indeed. So I'm just waiting for that wall. But it's got to be bad news. You know, when it comes to Trump, if it's if it's good news, you're not going to hear about it on those affiliates, those outlets. If it's bad news, you certainly will. So I just it's pathetic uh, how transparent all of this is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And again, the protests out on the Supreme Court uh, steps last night. So ridiculous. You, you tell me what they're saying here. If anybody can decipher this, I don't even know if it's English. What? We can't hear a barrel? What? Don't kill barrel. Don't don't kill a barrel? Don't kill a barrel. Yep. I think we nailed it there. Eat a Cracker Barrel. Eat a Cracker Barrel. Is that what it is? I the delicious it's... pancakes at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I will say this about Cracker Barrel. They do have the best pancakes on, on the oh, planet. They have the best everything. You know, you know what they do is uh, they keep the edge of the pancake super crispy, and then it's tender and delicious on the inside. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. yes. I don't know how they do it. But it's Cracker really Barrel, good. Man. There's nothing at Cracker Barrel that isn't <laughs> awesome. So uh, that's what they're they're pissed about, I guess. No, I want to talk Cracker, Cracker Barrel no, tastes yeah. so good. Stop Cracker Barrel! Stop Cracker Barrel! Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're pancake people, and they've got a competing mm-hmm. pancake outlet. I don't know. I mean, seriously. So, are they still talking about Cracker Barrel? Can you not take literally thirty seconds to? All right, huddle up, mic check. Here we go, guys. Listen, here's what we're. Here's the thing. Remember now, it's it's uh, uh, Kavanaugh sucks. Kavanaugh. We got that? Mm. All right, everybody good? Go. And then, and then they go, and it's like... I don't like Cracker Barrel. 12 different directions. Barrels yeah. kill so stuff. Weird. Oh. So weird. That was bad. <laughs> uh, I don't think it even rhymed, mm-hmm. and usually that's what they like to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Kavanaugh has got to go. Well, he hasn't even you couldn't even do that? Yeah, right. You ever, yeah, I love it in the fall. Cracker Barrel, they've got that campfire <laughs> stuff, you know, where they take the aluminum foil and they wrap up the potato mm-hmm. and carrots and the roast. Oh. Oh. I don't think I've ever done that at Cracker Let's go Barrel. To Cracker. Can we just, can you guys roll a tape? Because we're going to Cracker Barrel now. You good with that? I'd love to. Okay. I'd love to. Oh, I'm being told by Ron, they've got that going through July 15th. And today is only the 10th. We got five days to go and sit there. So let's leave now. Hey, hey, ho, ho. We've got to go. No, no. To hey, Cracker hey, Barrel. Ho, ho. To Cracker Barrel. We, we will go. To go. There you go. Brilliant. There was also a, a uh, couple of competing 
left-wing organizations in London that clashed over the week over the weekend. And I love this when progressives eat their own. There's nothing better, man. I love it. Uh, lesbians led a big parade to attack transgenderism. Who's going to win between the radical feminists, the structural feminists, and the transgender people? Ooh, that's a good battle. Uh, we'll tell you about that. Uh, and there's much more to come. Coming up on Pat Grandleash. How about the eggs at, at Cracker Barrel? I mean, Delicious. they do it so well. It's really good. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat, and thanks for listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. When you have some time, you should check out The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I think you're going to really like it. You can find it wherever you download your favorite podcast. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Elections have consequences is a phrase that Democrats are completely unfamiliar with unless a Democrat is in the office of the presidency. And they would never say that now. But they said it all the time under Obama. Well, elections have consequences. You don't like Sotomayor? Should have won the presidency. Yeah, well, okay, you don't like Gorsuch, and you're not going to like Kavanaugh or anybody else he picks? Yeah, sorry. Elections have consequences. Sucks to be you guys right now, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, but actually, I you know I think this is a somewhat disappointing pick. Would have loved uh, for it to be Amy Coney Barrett, and I, I that's you know you, you go to the Democrats and you say, okay, here's a woman. Are you going to bash this woman? Are you going to abuse this woman? What do you, hate women? Hmm. You don't want another woman on the Supreme Court? This could be your fourth. But no. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. From Patriotic Puddin. Circumcision harms? Well, yeah, I assume it doesn't tickle. <laughs> and that from, you know, a female. Right? Um, just who muck and fetch says, hey, hey, ho, ho, I need hash brown casserole. Oh. Like the hash brown casserole. I kind of yeah. like that one. But she made it rhyme. Mm-hmm. How about hey, hey. Hashtag cracker barrel. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, hey, ho, ho, let's get cracker barrel to go. Like you take it like, home and like eat it. Take, okay. Not really. Not really. Not really. it for Mm-mm. you. Um, I, I like that uh, Blue Line Bat says that, uh, Pat, the only thing I'm hearing in that uh, protest audio is... Uh, Behob, I can't do it. Oh, the <laughs> Al Sharpton. <laughs> Behob, I can't do it. Michael Zihob, Beelzebub. Yeah, that's it. Mm, Thank that's you. the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill in Kansas, welcome to the Blaze. Hi. Hey guys, hey. Um, I was just uh, thinking, you know, if uh, Hillary Clinton had won the election, Ruth Gator Ginsburg would have retired immediately. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in my opinion, you'd be looking at Barack Obama. <laughs> sitting on the high court right now. I think there's a chance of that, yeah. I think so. It's just, Even before he left Hillary office, back. 
Yeah, even before he left office, they started talking about that. Hey, you know who'd be a good Supreme Court justice for later? Barack Obama. Yeah, uh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, that's a chilling reminder of what this could have been. Yeah, he's young, too. Obama, yeah. That would have been yes. four decades of fun right there. And instead, we've got two fairly young uh, appointments. Well, one appointment, one nominee so far by Trump, who are, you know, because Gorsuch is only now 50. I think he was 48 when he was confirmed. And he's 50 now. And uh, Kavanaugh's only 53, so you could see these guys another 30, 35, 40 years. Who knows? Who knows how long they'll be there? And that, of course, inflames the left as well. <laughs> Looks like Stockton, California is going to become the first city in the nation to participate in testing universal basic income. Oh, good, good. Experiment <laughs> away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, it's a teeny experiment. A hundred residents will be given $500 a month. With no strings attached. Hey, just here. Here's $500. Uh, okay. <laughs> Is it the program aims to create a level of income that no one will fall beneath by providing impoverished re- residents a regular sum of money that they can use on anything they want, whether it's food, clothes, gas, starting a new venture, drugs, coke, <laughs> toot, nose candy. Yep. Whatever you want. Uh-huh. Seriously, that applies to drugs. Anyway, those behind the program believe it could go a long way to support enough people uh, to try out these new ideas. Is this going to be taxed? The five hundred dollars they yeah. received? Yeah, <laughs> I doubt it because it's our. Report this. I don't know. Actually, I'm going to find out right now. The uh, UBI program, Universal Basic Income, mm-hmm. has heavy backing from one of the wealthiest areas of the country, Silicon Valley. According to CNN Money, the idea is in part to set to offset the economic distress the growing automation industry is expected to cause to American laborers, as well as a way to potentially reduce poverty. You kidding me? In Stockton, in California, five hundred bucks a month? If that's not going to get them anywhere, one of the backers for the Stockton program is Facebook's co-founder Chris Hughes whose organization, the Economic Security Project, contributed $1 million to the Stock- Stockton Initiative. It's such a fundamental idea behind America that if you work hard, you can get ahead, and you certainly don't live in poverty. But that isn't true today. Of course it is! And it hasn't been true in the country for decades? What? So you can't make it in America anymore if you apply yourself, if you work hard. That's great. So, essentially, this guy who started Facebook uh-huh. with Zuckerberg uh-huh. is saying, I did it, but you certainly can't. <laughs> I got more. Sorry, you can't do it. Oh, that's unbelievable. I got more in this cat. You're talking about Hughes, right? Yeah. Okay, so I found this story. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're going to get to this. Do you see how he says we should pay for it in America? Uh, he <laughs> see. I believe that unless we make significant changes, income inequality in our country will continue to grow. Call into question very nature of our social contract. One in oh. four. No, he doesn't say how he's going to pay. Yeah, he's well, pro- he gave a million dollars to him. Well, that's good. He can do that. Absolutely. Um, now, he says that if every American got $500 a month, mm-hmm. um, any, anyone that's making less than 50000 a year 
It would cost about $290 billion a year. And how are we going to pay for that? Uh, we're going to uh, have a 50% uh, tax rate on uh, income and capital gains for Americans earning more than 250000 a year. That'll pay for it, he says. <laughs> I so I on two fifty or more? Yep, 50% tax rate on your income and your capital gains. No, thank you. I mean, you... Mr. Hughes, thank you, but no. No, thank Marxist you. Marxist shill. Oh, it's pathetic. Now, here's a guy who, along with Zuckerberg, I guess, mm -hmm. stole a company <laughs> from two Harvard roommates and made something out of it. You know, it's the, it's the Bill Gates storybook uh, scenario where you just simply steal from a competitor and uh, improve on the idea somewhat, and you can become a billionaire. But you can't do that. No. You're not good enough. Uh, the net worth of one Chris Jeez. Hughes is $450 million. Why don't you donate, say... More than a million, right? $449 million. Yeah, how about that? I mean, that, that's a good start for this little program that you believe in so much. Put your money where your mouth is. I do think at some point you've made enough money. And I think he's made enough money. So, yeah, why don't you pay for the whole thing, Chris? Forget about this 50% tax on people. You, the super wealthy guy you are, because you say nobody else can do it but you, then you go ahead and pay for this. These people are so pathetic. <laughs> Such hypocrites. Now that they've made it, now that they're set, they want to slam the door behind them. And nobody else can do what they did. Obama was the same way. He believed the same things. The deck is stacked. Gets the people. Really? Uh, how did you do it then? You're just so extraordinary, so brilliant, so amazing that you're the only minority person who could ascend to the level you ascended to? Come on now. Talk about egomaniacal. Ah. <sighs> The Marxism in this country, uh, the ideas that we used to loathe, we used to find abhorrent, are now trumpeted every day. The income inequality that Chris Hughes speaks about. I'm going to say it again. Who cares? I... It... It's so unequal between me and Bill Gates or me and Chris Hughes... It doesn't affect me in any way because I don't get my money from Bill Gates or Chris Hughes. I get my money from this position. We can all do the same thing. Wealth is not a pie. Wealth is an ocean. Back up your truck to the ocean and fill it full of water and then take your share home. It's not a pie where if I take too big a piece, you don't have very much. That's the capitalist system. You know what the pie system is? Marxism. Socialism and communism, that's where you get the pie. The government bakes one pie, and they give a gigantic piece to all the elites in the society. And then that leaves just the crumbs and little teeny pieces for the rest. That's not how this country operates. We don't have to worry about that. One in four people, they say, in Stockton, California, uh, a town of about 300,000. One in four live in poverty. 
Median household income there is at $49,271 compared to 57617 nationally. And it's in California. So, yeah, are they poor? Yes, but $500 is not going to catapult them into the middle class. The city's ha- inhabitants are also uh, largely minorities, with 70% of them def- identifying themselves as mi- minorities. Well, anybody can identify as anything now, so what does that mean? Uh, 888-933-93. So that's a <clears throat> an extra $6,000 a year. I still can't find out if it's taxed or not. That's going to shoot you right up the ladder but, of fame and fortune. You know, state income tax rates in California, uh, if you make that, let's just say, let's see, uh, single filers, joint filers. Anyway, you're getting taxed at a rate of 6%. You know, most of that income mm-hmm. is your state income tax. So if you really want to make a difference, then just lower tax rates across the state and start living within your means, Golden State. What a concept. Ugh, just whatever. What a concept. Let me tell you about Bombshot Lip Balm. You, you want to talk about American companies and American experiences. This is one of the great ones. Wayne was the founder of Bombshot Lip Balm. And, you know, he got, he got his lips sunburned all the time. So he's continually putting on lip balm and it just didn't work. And then he'd put it in his pocket so he could carry it around all day. And then it's a messy bunch of goo in his pocket at the end of the day. He hated that. So he finally got so frustrated. He just did his own thing. What a true blue American story. Bombshot lip balm is what he created. The, t- the tubes that he created are so cool and such quality that they will never melt in your pocket. Looks like this. It looks like a little shotgun shell. They're fantastic. <laughs> trigger, and tr- yes. Trigger a liberal. You're so great. <laughs> So he did this back in uh, 2010. His wife kept saying, well, you've, you know, you've got come up with this product. Why don't you go sell it now? So he did. He finally did. And uh, it's been a great American success story ever since. And for Blaze listeners only, they got a special offer for you right now. Go to bombshot.com. Use the promo code PAT. When you buy a two-pack, you'll get a third free. When you buy a four-pack, get a fifth free. And when you buy a six-pack, they're even going to throw in a Bombshot logo baseball hat. You have one of those? Is that around? Yeah. Show. They're very attractive. This, huh? These are handsome caps. Look at that. Mm. And it covers up Keith's bald spot. Okay. See, which is called his head. Completely so. unnecessary. <laughs> but yes, it does. I love it. So you don't get the glare right yeah. in your eyes from the lights off his head when he's wearing the Bombshot <laughs> lip balm cap. Yes. Great product. <laughs> Bombshot.com. Promo code pad. B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com. Bombshot.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed. Saves 84 tweets, wealth is an ocean, but what about the Pacific garbage patch? 
I feel like I've been stuck in that for years now with my wealth. <laughs> yeah, but see, here's the thing. The Pacific Garbage Patch doesn't exist. <laughs> so maybe your financial crisis doesn't exist either. <laughs> From baffled aneurysm, uh, today's the day that Jeffy can get a free Chick-fil-A for showing up and looking like a cow. No, really? Oh. What? Why aren't you there yeah. right now? I mean, you're dressed like a Jeffy. Cow? I mean, you just go in and you're instantly set. You don't need any special props or costume. I mean, that, that's been proven. That's been proven. That's been proven. It's I worked did that. each and, time. Uh, I planned on uh, stopping by a little bit later on this afternoon on the drive. Yeah, that doesn't do us any good right now. Swing by Cracker so, Barrel on your way back, too. You know. Please. Yeah, get the pancakes that are crispy on the outside, the tender on oh, the like end. Those. You know how they oh, do that? Plus, I'm so sour. bummed. I have a different phone than the phone we went to California on uh-huh. for the Super Bowl because yeah. I have a picture of the, All circum- of the, circum- the giant do you really? penis. <laughs> oh, di- yeah. We I, have, I have two or three pictures of, along the walk that we took. Was that crazy? That great. And I can't. I thought I had it on my phone. I don't. I was so bummed. I'm glad that you, I, I forgot that you were there with us. So you can back that story Absolutely. up, right? Absolutely. They were the, out the of biggest control. protest group was the circumcision people. <laughs> yes, giant penis. I didn't even know that was a thing until then. I, I doubt Did it I tickles. I doubt, I doubt it tickles. <laughs> Man, it was it was weird. Also it from weird. Uh, triple triple americano, ho ho hey hey. I can't complete this damn peg game. <laughs> Hashtag Cracker Barrel. Yeah, yeah, the little triangle with the yeah, little My grandfather used to make tees. those. Those are easy. Yeah? Yeah. Wait, yeah. easy to make or easy for you to complete? Yes. Because I don't believe yes. the last half of that. What was it that was as much fun to make? As, oh, it's Jiffy, Jiffy Pop Popcorn. Do you much remember that? Much fun to make as it is to eat. Much fun to make as it is to eat. My There's, grandfather no, used to say that. Nothing's as much fun to make as it is to eat. That's just stupid. That's just stupid. No. Completely inaccurate. They still have the Jiffy Pop out there, too. It's still on the shelves from time to time. I noticed uh, several of your sites are uh, back on top of the list, the top 10 of the websites in the world. Good. Oh, they are. Yeah. Uh, Good. Number one is uh, Google. Not surprising. Not yours. Number two is... I know, but they're searching for mine. That's okay. (laughs) Right. That's the... (laughs) Yes. Because they don't want to bookmark it. You know, get busted. Number two is... You know what happens, though? And this is just a little tip to your to my friends out there. Uh-huh. Uh, if you Google a number of things, it will automatically come up, especially on most phones, up on your search engine, up underneath. Like, it will help you. You know how it finishes sentences <laughs> and stuff? Uh-huh. So it will come up. Nice. Like, whatever you search for, it will help you finish up. After that, you got to clear that, too, man. Do not forget to clear that or they'll <laughs> nail you up. I'm just telling you. Like, who's they? Well, you know, they. <laughs> I'm just saying they. Huh. They will. Okay. You got to clear. <laughs> Sounds like an issue you for clear all Amber the notifications. or Glenn. I, I'm not. To... I'm just. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Jiffy's right. safety tip is hashtag clear your cash. All <laughs> notifications, all of that has got to go. So number one is not Google. Just history. Number two is Facebook. Uh, then YouTube, Amazon, Yahoo, and then the Jeffy yeah. Ford sites. Yeah. Six, seven, and ten. So you got three of them in the top ten. Congratulations. Uh, eBay, is, eBay is eighth. Twitter is ninth. Uh, Wikipedia, which I love. Mm-hmm. You, you know, they, they do that fundraiser all the time. Mm-hmm. I've actually started to contribute because I realized <laughs> I, I use, use Wikipedia all the time. And yeah, there's good safeguards in to make sure it's not a bunch of bogus stuff, you know? It, at the beginning, it was a real concern. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think I've been burned by Wikipedia yeah. in a long, long time. Uh, 
I don't remember ever being burned. Yeah, I, I I'm mean, not really. sure I, I have. Know, I don't know. There might be there might have been a fact or a date You'll or something. You'll see some off, bias but, uh-huh. written in there, yeah, yeah, but you just yeah, kind of yeah. roll uh-huh. your eyes and move on. But it's right. easy to to uh, differentiate between the real and the bogus on that, I think. Yeah. Uh, Bing.com. I, I don't know anybody <laughs> nope. who ever uses Bing for a su- search engine. Have you ever nope. used Bing? I have used it. I've just I've tried it. I've tested it like three times, and I'm like, no, this yep. sucks. Yes, exactly. I have used this it. Sucks. Exactly. No. They're not. They're they're not. They're not right. Oh, they're they're nowhere Google. near yeah. Google, and it's. 15th in the world blows me away that, that, that's, that's pretty, amazing that sure is then there's live.com another porn that, site congratulations well live.com is that's from internet explorer right so they're, they're gonna be oh is it yeah that's their yeah i didn't that's know that main point so netflix is only 18th that kind of surprises me i mean that's still huge but i would think it'd be top 10 yeah but if you go to their app they probably don't get credit you know what i'm saying yeah so probably ampproject.org Computer and electronic software. Oh, man, do I love that. Number 19. (laughs) Walmart is 20th. You got Pinterest, then some uh, bank, Chase, uh, Tumblr, MSN, LinkedIn, the bane of existence. They used to be. On the internet. I know they're pretty strong now, though. LinkedIn! I almost actually Uh, filled out all their stuff the other day. See, no, I had to Why would you do that? Because I I talked to someone else like a week or so ago that went, well, I was looking at LinkedIn and... I met somebody through LinkedIn, and they're you know they're talking about hooking up with different profiles and different businesses, and I thought, well, I probably should do it. Here's what you have to do: no. you have to start a, no. a completely new email address that is only for LinkedIn purposes, or else your inbox becomes yeah. a battlefield. Yes, a uh, LinkedIn uh, wasteland, <laughs> a trash heap of LinkedIn. I mean, which I hate. Like a San Francisco. I'm not opposed sidewalk. to starting different emails for different accounts. Let's just be clear about that. So. You can always turn this to that. That's great. It's a, it's a wonderful talent you have. Uh, seriously. Uh, PayPal, number 27. CNN is eight, 28. ESPN is 31. Uh, Fox is 33rd. Uh, wow. Then you get down to Drudge, which was number 41 this time. Uh, and Hulu. Uh AOL.com? Wait, uh uh. What is this? 1974? <laughs> <Wow>. AOL. <laughs> Nobody. Does anybody use AOL? Oh, no. anymore? You, if, if you see an email come from AOL, you figure they've been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I mean, do you remember? Everybody was on AOL, and yeah. then it got up to what? I don't know, $27 a month or something just to get yeah, on the was, internet? Stop it. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's going to be the that's going to be the downfall of uh, the cable networks, right? Is that as soon as they as soon as you can get a decent, strong internet connection in your home mm-hmm. without having to get the cheap bundle from the cable television companies, they're dead. Well, I think that's already started with the uh, sling thing, right? Well, I mean, I, and the I, way they're selling that, it's a little, a little iffy, a little dangerous for kids you know right i mean sling they're trying to com- compare it to swing swingers we're slingers oh, oh, oh my gosh is that what that is <laughs> yeah that's that's what that is mr innocence oh, and light oh, oh that's my what gosh. that now is I'm embarrassed. mr four porn porn sites in the top 20 <laughs> <laughs> you're right in the ad campaign although it's a funny ad campaign it's a funny one it is 
it is a funny ad but campaign. But it's a little offensive. It is. It is, Tad. It, yeah. does, it does push that boundary. Have you ever looked into what Sling does? Can you get you get everything a la carte, oh, I've, right? I've had Sling. You have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, why don't you fun. now? Uh, Big Ten Network. So I went to Fubo TV. Yeah, so I think Sling didn't have a Big Ten Network for Huskers games, so I switched oh. to Fubo. Uh, oh, they do now? How much is oh, it? Well, yeah, see, that's How much the... is it? I pay 40 bucks a month for uh, Fubo. How much? Uh, 40 bucks a month. And I get, you know, hmm. pretty much every channel I need. Of course, they don't have ESPN. How many channels can you choose? No, I. It's not. Uh, it's not really it's a, not la a la carte. It's just two levels. Oh, it's, it's kind of like not it's like blue and orange. And that's his Fubu though, right? Not Sling. No, that's Sling. Sling okay. has two levels. Fubo's everything. Okay, and then in what? Uh, let me ask you this then. What? Uh, no, we don't have time. I'll ask the question. I mean, I'm in here really gonna... to talk to you yes, about you the important issue. So of please earwax. do. Oh. Yes, talk I mean, to the important issues of earwax when your ears aren't clean. Mm-hmm. You're going to be uncomfortable. Right. They're going to edge. They're painful. They get all plugged up. Can't, can't hear, hear anything. Yeah. Thank you. No what? matter what system you have. <laughs> what? Exactly. Mm-hmm. People use cotton swabs. They what? stick sticks in their ears. Someone they needs stick to try the nails. Product. Everything. What? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> what you need is the Wax RX system. What? It's a method physicians trust the most. The Wax just like RX the, system. Go Thank to you. usewaxrx.com. What? Usewaxrx.com. Hey, is there a promo code, Sonny? U-S-E waxrx.com. Is that Use on the, the, promo uh, co- the uh, uh, interwebs? Yes. <laughs> it is. Okay. Use uh, promo code radio, and you'll get mm-hmm. that free shipping. It'll come right to your house. Amazing. They It'll don't just where? dump it in the middle of the street they and have do to not. go get it? They do not just it dump go? it in the middle of the street. They All bring right. it right awesome. to your home. Oh, wow. Just go to usewaxrx.com, order it, use the promo code radio. Huh. Next thing you know, they're knocking at the door. Here you go with your stuff. Love it. I know. It's beautiful. You'll have ears cleaned. Yeah. You'll be able to hear so you don't have to hear people say, what? what? All day. <laughs> and uh, it'll be a beautiful thing. So usewaxrx.com. And uh, hey. Chewing the fat coming up. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Time for uh, chewing the fat with Jeffy. I, before we get into your stuff, I you know we were talking about the Sling TV thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody ever tried the PlayStation? What do they call that? View is it? Yeah, was, play- uh, I think my kids watch some stuff through there, but I. But you don't know what your kids are. I watching. don't know. What, I don't care. But isn't that? Uh, isn't that? I trust and, them. Uh, and a la carte system too. Yeah, I, seriously, I do not know that. It's probably it probably is. I keep meaning um, to look into that because I know. Well, I should say that my only... kids are watching. They, they, they can get online, so they get the, they can get the Netflix and the Hulu and stuff through the Xbox. Uh huh. I don't think that's the PlayStation though. That's not the PlayStation deal. You know, I I probably have I don't know five hundred channels on oh, my yeah, on my set. That. Got to be more, more, more probably, but there's some Absolutely. duplicates, so I don't really know how many there are because it goes from three all the way to at four thousand or something. I don't know. Yeah, and the nine hundred. And some are of them are there, pop. and some yeah. not. Yeah. But 
I use, I probably watch four, maybe less. So it just seems like, you know, some kind of a la carte system would be I, great. I mean, as long as you have live sports. Right. I mean, that's the big, that's the big that, draw, that's, right? That's the big deal. And that's, and look, we have, like, we have, I've dropped cable for a while. And the only reason I got it back is because I couldn't get a, a, an a la carte uh, Walking Dead live. Oh. Right? So when I was doing, still doing Talking Walking Dead, and we still are, but at the time I got it from Amazon, which they uh, upload it the next morning. Mm. So I watched it like, you know, you could watch it at like four in the morning, but not live. And, uh, you know, part of our experience is doing it live. That's one of the reasons I got it back live, you know, live cable. But I think I can, I think I can watch it live now without the, without the cable. Mm. I think there's a couple different ways, but really, I mean, we have to watch what Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, and maybe like the other night watching the motorcycle jump on history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's, you know, a few things. There's a few things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those events, like if you have, um, uh, Roku, a lot of those big events, when you go to the click onto Roku, they carry it. Yeah, the big some of those big sporting events like Super Bowls and right. national champions and stuff, they carry it. Yeah. So there really is no reason to have the cable uh, unless there's specific shows that you want to watch from networks, which there are. I mean, we I do DVR a lot of shows that I that I watch. Wait, I you, no, no wait, you I don't necessarily. Oh, Whoa. I was with him, so he started lying. I know. I mean, come and then on, man. That statement that you <laughs> DVR a lot of shows? Do, no. <laughs> All right. What do you got for uh, chewing the fat today? Um, congratulations to uh, the Thai government and their help. The cave. Uh, everybody's out of the cave. All yeah, the kids and the coaches great. and all the doctors and the, great. the divers. It's an amazing job the they did. It is yeah. absolutely amazing. phenomenal. They didn't lose any of the kids or the coach. They did lose one diver yes, he, who, who died and, during the rescue. Really think, sad. And, you know, when you think of, at least prior to this, um, I, I, you think of diving and divers and you think of the ocean mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. big bodies of water. But you, I've got uh, three pictures here of the way this was set up for them to get in and out of where those boys were, mm-hmm. it is unbelievable. Absolutely amazing. When you look at how they went through here, how they had to get through this chamber, which was, you know, like almost four miles long. And Do they're we have going photos up of and down. It? Yeah, we should have we should have copies of the of the yeah. of the uh of the caves uh-huh. uh, as they as they come through there, which that's not the first one. This is the critical point. That's the, the rescue uh, point where they were uh, as they come along there. And you see how the divers can come up through. The next one will show you how the divers come up through the cave yeah. where they carry the tanks. And then they have to take the tanks off to go around a bend. It is I mean, it is amazing. Wow, look at that. Okay, so you... Horrific. You see the divers swimming through this narrow, narrow yeah. tunnel of water. So... And then they have to take off their tank to get around to that make little the corner. And they to have, make that so, they're, so they're hanging Jeez. onto the tether, all right, which is the static rope. Gosh. And they've got, they've got, they're carrying their tank and the tank for the kid. So the kids had to do this too. Well, they're carrying right? the tank for the kid, but the kids sure. had to swim this, yes. And then they've got the diver behind the kid. That's unbelievable. So two divers, a kid. Wow. I mean, this freaks it was me out. Amazing. I'm just looking at, you know, wow. drawings. Ugh. That's I know. Incredible. It's very incredible that these guys. I mean, it's very impressive. Boy, they should. I mean, they 
they deserve a lot of credit. Cause they that, sure do. That was a tough rescue. They sure do. And you know, they look. It, they gave uh, they were gave the boys the anti anxiety drug just to get them, you know, wow, to help I them through. Oh, I'll bet they did. And now they're in the hospital, and some of the players have seen their parents, but they can't see the parents without masks on because they don't know if they have lung diseases. Well, and, and some of them do, and, um, um, because you, you know why they're they're breathing bat poop. Yeah, you're breathing cave. Uh, cave really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so some of that ickiness gets into your lungs, and it's not healthy for you. So yeah. they so got to be treated, and they're all apparently responding well, really the, well. The videos to the were all good. I don't know why everybody was concerned about their, you know, they're going to have PTSD and all this stuff. I was like, they're kids. They got caught in a cave. They'll be fine. I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's a if that's a uh, our way of thinking nowadays instead of mm-hmm. okay, you're fine now, go home. Uh, sorry you got stuck in the cave. But as the coach, I don't know if the coach wanted to come out. <laughs> the guy that led him into the cave? Yeah. Nah, I'm good here. <laughs> we'll wait for the rainy season to stop. Got some explaining to do. Yeah. Well, I, I, guess... I wonder if they knew. Well, they must not have known. Did they know no, they were going to caves? Look, he's not the first yeah. one. They did? Yeah. yeah. In fact, that's oh, where they okay. found the bikes. And, and that, that's a, that's a regular, like, a rite of passage there. And so that's mm. just kind of a normal thing that they do. And it's happened, you know, a bunch of times. A bunch of times before. I just saw an interview with a mm. lady who lost her fiancé and lost guides. She had guides with them. And they lost them because of the quick rain and the flash floods in the caves. Wow. And she was the only one to survive. Huh. Uh, and it's just a dangerous thing. Uh, I, that's why I was thinking, um, well, A, looking at the way they got out of that cave, I'm not going down there anyway. Uh, it looks a little small. But there's no fat guy cave. But uh, <laughs> second, uh, I'm like, uh, no, I'm good here. Uh-huh. You know, want to go into the caves? You know what? No. Why don't you uh, take drill through the top of this cave and pull me out with a rope? <laughs> That's what and I they thought about do. that. There's a fat guy. I know they did. They, they, did you know, that they was must one, not they, have been able to work that. that very well. And uh, they couldn't, I don't think they found an exact, huh. you know, good, decent enough place that was too far. Yeah. I mean, Musk showed up and Elon was making. Oh, Elon he Musk made, went? He made, he made hmm. a tank. He made like a sub, one of their rocket boosters into a sub that he could stick people in and try to get them out. He was over there trying to develop something to get them out. Really? Yeah. No, huh. obviously. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that it would have that it really would have worked. Although I saw some of the footage of his mm. team testing it. And he was over there saying, look, we'll do anything. I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, obviously the easiest way and best way was how they did it. And, uh, uh, you know, congratulations. Yeah. I mean, it was, that's it's it's tough work. You aren't kidding, man. Have that's... you ever gone into a cave, like spelunking or anything like that? Because I get claustrophobic Wow. Just having to squat down a little bit. Are you, you know? really asking that question of mm-hmm. Mr. Adventure Jeff Fisher? Well, he was worried <laughs> there was no you. fat guy cave. And, uh, Thank you. I mean, that's I've... called the Lincoln Tunnel that you've been in. They make that for you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's a good size one, though. But I cannot imagine <laughs> no, some of the stuff that you just showed us on there. I cannot imagine going through that. I know. Yeah. I know. Especially when you're 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. And you've been there for... Back there. 11 right? days I mean, the, or where they started, more. you see where they started, and yeah. then where they ended up. The water chased I them mean, in, correct? Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. were trying to find a place for safety Good and grief. to get out at the same time, and you just keep going deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It sure is. I'm, I'm happy they all made it out alive and very sad so, that one diver lost his life. That's I hope they sure name a that. park or something really big for that guy over there. Yes, oh, he definitely deserves Hero. it. President Donald Trump uh, pardoned two men uh, today, the Hammonds. Remember the Hammonds who started the fire? Uh, that got that even was the original uh, guys that started the uh, Bundy standoff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Hammonds uh, started a fire to protect their uh, woodlands that were federal lands, mm-hmm. and it got out of hand. And they were charged because they said that they were actually started the fires to cover up poaching 
and uh, Obama's uh, administration uh, tried them and convicted them. They were been in prison for three or four years each um, in the uh, protected area. But uh, Trump uh, let him out. Have a nice day. Uh, you're done. Uh, the, and that, I was fascinated that that's actually, I'd forgotten that that was actually the start of the Bundy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the fire because these guys were getting tried for uh, clearing federal land um, with the fires to keep it free because the government wasn't doing it. But then the government said, well, that's, you know, whatever. You were covering up, trying to cover up your poaching mm-hmm. with your fires. And that's why it got out of hand. Mm. You know, they were convicted of that. So... We'll see. But anyway, President Trump uh, gave them uh, grants of executive clemency uh, today and said justice is overdue. So they're out of prison. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, in, uh, in Africa, they have a big poaching problem. Speaking of poaching out in the, uh, out in the west, the great west of the United States, in the Sibuya Game Reserve in South Africa. I mean, you've been there. It's a beautiful place. Always. And, Dawn on the Siberia Game Reserve in South Africa is, you just don't get another dawn. Looks pretty as that. (laughs) Um, The anti-poaching dogs alerted uh, their handler at about 4.30 on Monday that uh, something was wrong. They were barking, going crazier, and the handler said, calm down. There's a a pack of lions, a pride of lions over there on the other side. Probably spooked them. Don't worry about it. Uh, 36 hours later... uh, Three human remains were found in the same area. Yeah, uh, the some lions of the lions ate had to be tranquilized before the investigators could get in. But uh, they found a high-powered rifle, gloves, wire cutters, remains in the backpack with uh, food, water, and other supplies, and uh, and the body remains. They figure about three three people. Yeah, got eaten. they thought they were there to poach uh, rhinos. Yeah, and for their ivory. So, uh, well, they had the, the the tools that they had with. <clears throat> Yes. But the lions decided not to eat the tools. Right. Uh, <laughs> those tools are used for the rhino poaching. And, uh, I mean, good for them. <laughs> for them, I mean, get out of here. <laughs> right? It doesn't I, pay to poach, I, I guess. I guess. No, it does not. Although, they think, lions don't get eaten by lions. They think it does pay to because poach. Because they've had trouble with uh, uh, rhinos being poached in that area. Uh, they think these might be the guys who did it before and they tried it right. again and it was so easy for them before and then the lions right. came so i would say move a pride of lions in around wherever poaching <laughs> is happening let them go here you go go ahead seems to solve You're the living problem here now yeah i mean uh, one of my favorite places on the planet is gatorland in florida uh it's just outside of orlando and Kissimmee. it's right there on the Kissimmee orlando border uh, mm-hmm. i mean it's my one of my favorite places on the planet although i have never done this at gatorland taking a zip line across the river where they keep the gators. And it's a good reason that I haven't done that before is because uh, you'll see on the video here where uh-huh. uh, the guy uh, gets caught with his son uh, over the, the body of water with all the gators in it on the zip line. Uh, that's a tad scary uh, if you're looking, uh, looking down at all the oh. gators. He takes out his camera, though, and snaps a shot uh, with his boy. They were up there for about 25 minutes or so. Oh. Uh, they, it, it does happen quite often what? at Gatorland. Yeah, I mean they're they're used to rescuing people that get caught on the zip line at Gatorland. It still does not hinder my uh, my uh, excitement of going to yeah. Gatorland because I love Gatorland. But you've never done the zip line yourself. I have not. Why not? I have not. Fat guy seating. This is a fat guy seating mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, you don't. You don't I, mean, I have up. walked up a couple times and the guy no. You don't want to end up <laughs> fee- feeding the, the alligators. Yeah, he's like the, the guy that was flying the uh, flying the airplanes. The uh, the the oh, those. Stupid pizza airplanes. They have those old airplanes. We used to go the Red Baron airplanes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, we went for a ride on those, and, and uh, he gave us rides for it once. Stu and I went, 
And uh, we walk up, and the guy's like, he looks at me, and he goes, oh, no. we're not doing any flips. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nice. what are you talking you, about? So you lucked out because when they do that, I've, I've taken the Red Baron thing a few times, did it in Houston. It, it is nauseating. Well, Stu goes, I mean, Stu probably doesn't remember, but he storm. did. We stopped, we pulled over when we were driving away because he was still upset. Yeah. <laughs> if was, you're not used to it, upset. and of course, yeah. who is, but the no, pilots, right. uh, you're going to vomit. So <laughs> that's not fun. No, no, it is not. Uh, as you know, uh, Starbucks, uh, good for them. Uh, congratulations. Uh, they announced uh, Monday that it would become the largest food and beverage retailer to uh, phase out plastic straws. Uh, oh, which is good. good, because, good. Uh, That's environmentally well, conscious. Look, they're of aiming them. to complete the process at locations mm-hmm. worldwide by 2020. Good. So they're, you know, they're on the move. Uh, they're going to remove mm-hmm. more than one billion straws from circulation annually. Wow, won't uh, that be wonderful? Now, that's that's so you know, wonderful. Seattle just went into effect banning straws. And uh, yeah. for our partners and customers, this is a significant milestone to achieve our global aspiration of sustainable coffee served to our customers in more sustainable ways. Sustainable coffee. That's been a cause of mine since I was six years old. And said coffee company will roll Mm -hmm. out recycle Mm -hmm. recyclable Mm -hmm. strawless lids. Really? Now they're still gonna offer paper or compostable (laughs) plastic straws (laughs) with blended frappuccino drinks. Are they but you gotta you have to request it. Okay. You have to request it. You you can't request it's not gonna throw that in. Oh all right. One of my favorite tweets yesterday when this was announced was from Tristan Hopper uh, from Canada. He's a National Post reporter Mm. from Canada. Uh, His tweet uh, reads, uh, if you're watching on Blaze Television, the next time I'm idling my car for 20 minutes at a drive-thru for a strip mall Starbucks (laughs) built atop a reclaimed wetland, I'll feel a unique sense of satisfaction that they're protecting the earth from straws. How great is that? That's tremendous. Thank you. (laughs) Who who is that guy? That's a guy from Canada. I got to follow that guy. Yes, he's very good. Awesome. Very awesome. And uh, we'll end it with, uh, you know, somebody that you would like, Pat, that kind of drives me a little bit insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, A person uh, had a parking ticket 44 years ago, and uh, he couldn't live with himself. (laughs) He couldn't live with himself. He wanted to clear his conscience. Minersville, Pennsylvania. That's cool. The police department (laughs) received a letter last week with $5 and a note inside. Feeling guilty. Anytown, California. Police Chief Michael Combs said... Dear PD, I've been carrying this ticket around for 40-plus years, always intending to pay. Forgive me if I don't give you my info. With respect, Dave. <laughs> the fine for a 1974 parking ticket in the eastern Pennsylvania. more than Pennsylvania. five bucks, I'm guessing. Well, it was two bucks at the time. Oh, okay. Two so bucks at the time. So he added them. three for interest. Good for him. That's great. Now, the same ticket, uh, it's about 20 bucks today, right? If they give the parking ticket, oh, it's $20 it should have been today. 20 Yeah. Huh. Uh, well, I mean, that's if, if he got that same ticket today. Yeah. But uh, the ticket was, in a, was, was for a car with Ohio license plates, but the department didn't have the technology to attract out of state vehicles. So they wrote the ticket, but if you didn't pay it, you were done. So what an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, okay, I'm glad I you mean, feel better. Yeah. Whatever. That's great. Is That's it? a good, honest person. It's a good, honest person. Yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Now, if you want to be able to afford a twenty dollar ticket, um, we've got a chance for you to achieve financial freedom in your lifetime through Bitcoin like and cryptocurrencies. This is going to be a great uh, event. Uh, Beckcryptoshow.com. 
Go there now. Register for Glenn's special free live online investment training broadcast event on July 19th. That's a week from this Thursday. Now, the thing is, um, if you're like me, you don't know a lot about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Oh my gosh, Pat, we were making we've been making fun of we should have bought it three hundred when it was at two ninety when it was at or we should when it was at three ten. Should have bought it three hundred. Yeah. When it was at three fifty, should have bought it three three thirty. When it was at eleven hundred. I mean, holy cow, we should have bought it thousands of dollars ago. Yeah. Uh, yep. So during the event, Glenn's gonna interview former hedge fund manager and number one cryptocurrency trading expert Tika Tawari from Palm Beach Letter. Now for the first time, Tika will share New facts about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies you'll never hear in the media. Uh, he'll share the names of three cryptos that he recommends you should buy right now. I can't wait to hear that. Because with Bitcoin at close to 7,000, do you still buy? Do you go with one of these other up-and-coming that have also increased their value by, you know, tens or hundreds? Know, a lot, hundreds. Uh, so... You want to hear these names, and you're going to have a chance to take part in Palm Beach Letters' exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. This is going to be a great show. Oh, are we? Are we? And it's free. Are we able to yeah, do where, that? Where, where, uh, yes. can we, do we get this? in on the giveaway, though? Yeah, how are we doing this? No. Oh. Hmm? How, are you, how do we Well, you out? go to BeckCryptoShow.com, and you register right now okay. for so this exclusive register, broadcast event. You can register, but you can't get the free stuff. Event. Uh, register for free right now at BeckCryptoShow.com. That's BeckCryptoShow.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here wow, 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 on wow. the Blaze Radio wow. Network. 888-933-93. I was, uh, I was on my way out of here, and mm-hmm. uh, then I realized that I needed to talk to you, Pat, mm-hmm. um, just between you and me. Okay. I thought that we uh, thought that we had a policy of uh, no hats in the studio. Cause well, that didn't actually come from you or me. I see that you're but rather that from the owner of this. Seriously? Yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. It's a good point. I just noticed you've been wearing a hat and uh, covering up the bald spot. I think that's what he's doing. Uh, no, I'm giving a shout-out to Bombshot. Don't give me this. You're giving a shout-out with your hat? Is this They're your a hat sponsor speak? of the program. And, yes, and that's a great-looking cap, but yes. we do have a policy. But I think what's happening here is you're covering up the bald spot. No. That's what I think I'm is happening. I'm showing people if you order Bombshot what you mm-hmm. get with your order. You get this cap, this very handsome Baseball and you, get, you have an opportunity, if you have a head with less hair, you can put balm shot right on the top of your head, just right. like Keith mm-hmm. does, and cover it up. Cover it Serves up. Serves two purposes. I'm not arguing <laughs> with that at all. <laughs> so that, I, I found a loophole, all right? So sue me. All right. I don't think that's a loophole. <laughs> all right. I don't think so either. I don't but, think so. Uh, you know that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is meeting with a handful of, uh, of representatives next week. She's making her first trek to Capitol and Hill. they love this. Uh, they can't stop talking about her every move. I don't who cares that she's going to Capitol Hill, but it's a huge story. Uh, Alexandria Cortez is going to Capitol Hill to talk to lawmakers who are like-minded. Uh, I don't So care. she's talking to just about everyone. Yes, really. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but she, she, this self-described democratic socialist 
meeting with uh, lawmakers and outside groups that supported her campaign. She said the purpose of the trip is to gain insight from our friends with similar visions for America. Oh, good. Socialism. Good. So it's going to be interesting to see who she meets with. Obviously, you got your Bernie Sanders. We all know about oh, him. Yeah. You had a couple others, but are people going to admit they're like-minded with her know. and compare themselves to socialists by meeting I with don't her? Know. It's going to be interesting to see because this has been the fulfillment, I think, of a Glenn Beck uh, prediction they're gonna just, that they're just going to say they're it. Gonna come out, and some of them are, including I mean, this millennial. I mean, Bernie opened that door wide open. He did, and <laughs> they embraced it. Yep, they all embraced it. Bernie, the great Bernie Sanders. So now, you know, this is what you get. You reap what you sow. It's getting harder and harder, though. Sad thing is we're reaping a little bit of that, too. Yes. Uh, But it's getting harder for Democrats to deny how much they have in common that they are socialists. You're just played the DNC chair. I mean, that's the the future of the DNC. I mean, he's already already admitted it. He knows it. They don't care about the extremist nature of uh, socialists taking over the party, which is what has happened. (laughs) It's not the future. It's the present. In the Democrat Party, it is their present, and <laughs> and there's no way this uh, this millennial Ocasio Cortez loses in in the general election in November because she's running against a Republican in a hugely Democrat area. I mean, she's already won, right? She, she's already she, won. Yeah, I mean, she primary formality. She primaried the guy that was going to win, and she right. beat him. So she's so, going to win. I mean, yeah, it's a, that was the real while election. It's a right foregone, there. you know, I hope she'll probably be on the streets hitting it hard, uh, you know, still campaigning, but she's going to. And since they redrew the lines around this district, uh, I think 92, there has not been a Republican even come close. So it's hers. There you Sad go. but true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, look, that's what is she grew up poor. She grew up hard, struggling, and she knows how hard it is. <laughs> in, in the Bronx. Sitting in traffic, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi, it's Pat, and I want to tell you about another podcast that I think you're going to love. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about the news stories that we think are important every day and why those stories matter to you. The news and why it matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being here as well. 888-933-93. And Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Frank in Pennsylvania. Uh, regarding the straws going away at Starbucks, says Starbucks reduce, reuse, regurgitate. Uh, Muffer Squish, Muffer Squish says uh, Pat's cable situation. I was talking about how many channels I have. I don't know, five hundred or whatever. Uh, Muffer Squish, Muffer. I, I just can't say that today. Muffer Squish. Over there, Tom Brokaw says Muffer Squish. Pat's cable situation is measured in metric, so there's. There's no way to know how many channels he has. That's a really good point. That's very really good, good point. Uh, Andy, GT1979. Why is it when I hear Pat say the word tender, I automatically hear Arlen Specter in my head saying, 
He made tender love to John Thune in the Capitol Senate bathhouse for hours on end. <laughs> Only because we've we've used that quote from his book so many times, that's probably why. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. John Thune walked into the Senate bathhouse naked as a jaybird. The man had the body of a Greek god. He got into the hot tub and we made tender love. For Wait, that's in the book? The next 16 hours. Something like that. It's going to be loose. Very, loose very close. Yeah, it's, it's not an exact quote right. from the book. But it actually the part of him looking like a Greek god, I believe oh, he yeah. did say that part. Yeah, that's in there. That is in there. Freakish, man. The tender love. Maybe not so much. That might be on the audio version. But no one's ever gotten to the end of the book because it's Arlen Specter. That going. part's implied. <laughs> this is an interesting list of uh, 11 retailers that may not survive the year. The retail apocalypse is entering its ninth year now. Many North American re- retailers have been wiped out by Amazon and Walmart. Um, and, you know, even Walmart, I think, has really, they have been pushed hard by Amazon, yeah. which is why they're doing so much home delivery now. In fact, according to my daughter, Walmart and their home delivery of groceries and those kinds of things, probably better than Amazon. Wow. She said she likes it better. So, I don't know. The, Does she say specifically what she likes better? Uh She's not getting the car driving without the person in it yet, right? No, not yet. I don't think that's hit yet, <laughs> uh-huh. it's but coming. it's it's coming. Wow. So this this year, Sears may actually go away completely. Um, the parent company of Sears and Kmart lost over 95% of its market value the last decade. 95%. That is fascinating. Incredible. Can, can, can I just touch on Walmart real quick? If you don't mind, they have mm. this uh, scanning thing. Uh, you know, where you go in and you, and you scan the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. um, and you never have to really interact with a human being. You, I like that. You scan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, uh, we're not quite ready for that as a society because uh, just a couple of months after it got implemented at, at a local Walmart, it, it just vanished. And so all of their, where they had all hmm. of the little scanners that you grab when you come in, they just disappeared. So I talked to the greeter the other day. And he said, I said, where'd that go? You know, I thought that was here to stay. Mm. Yeah, it was supposed to be a year-long test. It was supposed to be a year-long test, and they pulled it after a couple of months. Mm. I didn't get into some, he didn't really know why, but uh, I think I know why. I think people just, it wasn't working. People weren't doing it. So maybe we're not quite ready maybe to not be there completely yet. automated. I don't know. Yeah. Still, Sears is about to go out of business. Yes. Sears Hometown and Outlet Stores, uh, They that was a spinoff in 2012 and unfortunately, the new company has fared just as poorly as the original Sears. I, I think the brand name of Sears is just a negative now. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's just like, mm. and you got other places if you want, you know, hardware and that kind of stuff. You're going to go to Home Depot and Lowe's. You're not going to Sears for that anymore. Yep. I don't think the mall when I need a hammer. Not at all. <laughs> Do you think the mall? <laughs> ho, hey, hey, ho, ho. Sears outlets have to go. Yep. They don't have to, but they probably will. They should. Uh, JCPenney battered, and they kind of tried to specialize in things. They tried to make it a little bit nicer in some areas, I think. 
worked for a little while. Apparently, it's not working as much anymore. Barnes & Noble could go out of business completely this year. Uh, the largest brick-and-mortar bookseller in the U.S. However, direct competition from Amazon is also wiping out uh, Barnes & Noble. 65% of its market cap over the past three years, they've lost. 65%. Uh, they closed stores. They expanded their digital business with its Nook reader. They've spun off their education unit. Uh, they're in trouble. You know, we already lost, um, not Barnes & Noble, obviously, because that's what we're talking about now. What was the other one? It was uh, uh, the Borders. Borders, Borders, Borders is gone. Yep. So we'll see if Barnes & Noble can tread water for any... And Walden Books. Remember that? Yeah, Walden Books. That's coming. I mean, books a million. Books a million. I think that went down. Um, Office Depot is an is another company being rendered obsolete by hmm? Amazon. <laughs> Amazon is just decimating any competition. Um... So Office Depot tried to counter the competition by merging with Office Max in 2013, but combining two losers didn't make a winner. Uh, Staples tried to buy Office Depot in 2015, but they abandoned that effort in 2016 because of antitrust concerns. Now, Office Depot, their stock has lost more than 70% of its value over the past three years. Jeez. All because of Amazon. GNC is going out of business, perhaps this year. <laughs> For decades, customers bought vitamins and supplements at GNC's brick and mortar stores. However, the rise of superstores, warehouse retailers, and e tailers started rendering GNC's business obsolete. All of these people are going the way of Blockbuster Video. What killed Blockbuster? Netflix, an internet company. Uh, and that's what's happening to GNC. Their, GNC. their stock has tanked more than 90% over the past three years. Wow. Three years. Its revenue has declined nine straight quarters. And analysts anticipate another 5% drop this year. That would be 95%. In earnings, which face pricing pressure from com- competitors, those are expected to plunge 66%. Uh, GNC's top rival, Vitamin Shop, torpedoed by the same problems uh, that torpedoed GNC. So Vitamin Shop may go under. Vitamin World may go under. (laughs) Foot Locker uh, might not last the year. They were once uh, the top destination for footwear and athletic wear shoppers, but in recent years, leading footwear makers like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour opened their own brick-and-mortar stores and promoted their own e-commerce platforms, too. Uh, Department stores, superstores, larger sportswear chains also took a bite out of Foot Locker sales. Even though Foot Locker actually posted year-over-year sales growth the past two quarters, which is pretty amazing, but if you exclude the impact of a soft dollar, its sales would have declined last quarter. So they're not optimistic about uh footlockers chances here's another one and i mean this is this is a shoe icon payless payless shoe source yeah you could pay more but why Why? they filed for bankruptcy last april and closed about 900 stores worldwide 
but they still had 3,500 left. Um, first, their core business was crippled by weak mall traffic and competition from larger retailers. Second, private equity firms acquired Payless's parent company in 2012 for $2 billion and left the chain drowning in debt. Wow. See, but the good thing is when you go to Payless and there's nobody else in there, there's a runway there for your kids to try out the sneakers and just run up and down the aisle and see how they feel in the new <laughs> shoes. But uh... So there's a silver lining to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, their bankruptcy filing listed liabilities between one and ten billion dollars. That's a pretty wide range. <laughs> that's not. Jeez. That's not just a zero. You forgot to no. drop down. I don't know our liabilities. We owe somewhere between one billion and ten billion. Yeah, who can know? <laughs> I don't know. So it could be ten times what we just said. I don't know. Uh, Payless entered restructuring agreements to reduce their debt load by about 50%, lower its annual costs, gain access to additional capital. Uh, they also secured $385 million of debtor-in-possession financing. Uh, but they're on the ropes. They're, they're on the ropes. Then there's Charlotte Russ. That's a clothing store, right? Many apparel retailers bounced back this year, but privately held Charlotte Russ was left out in the cold. The apparel retailer targeting female shoppers in their teens and 20s was left behind as fashion re- retailers conquered the market. To avoid bankruptcy, they completed an out-of-court restructuring in Febu- February, and that reduced their term loan debt from $214 million to about $90 million, but still. So those are the 11 that you may not see anymore after this year. It's pretty amazing. I mean, the world is changing so fast. Yeah, And you go to a... I haven't been to a mall in a long time. I used to love to go to the malls. Uh, and just kind of see what was going on there. Because it's sort of... It used to be a good indication of the vibrancy of your city. You go and you see bustling stores and everything's open. And then you go back a few years later and a bunch of the stores are closed and shuttered. Depressing. And nobody's coming in to, to lease the place. Uh, and you start losing all these stores in them, and then you you see that there's nobody at the mall but you. <laughs> it's not a good indication that they're they're going to last. Yeah, when you walk around a mall and you feel like Will Smith in that movie. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, yeah, it's a ghost town now. Really Changing is. world, boy. Just it, old people walking around now there. Well, and they're just walking around it because they're not there to buy anything. They're just that's their exercise program. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You go walk the mall. <laughs> huh. That's about it. Well, that and you use Riduzone. So if you walk the mall, you get a little exercise. Oh, uh-huh. You take Riduzone. It, it curbs your appetite. It boosts your metabolism. And then you start losing weight. Huh. It's awesome. Riduzone can help. If you have proper nutrition, diet, a little bit of exercise, Riduzone will help you lose weight. And it will help you keep the weight off. Because to me, that's the toughest part. You get done with watching what you eat over a long period of time and if you're like me what you want to do is just go back to what you were doing before and that's eating whatever you please and whatever you please (laughs) riduzone helps you change that mindset it's a safe natural fda acknowledged dietary supplement containing oea which boosts metabolism reduces appetite and and so it helps keep your mind off the ice cream at 10 30 at night 
I don't know why that's a specific example, except that that's probably when I usually go to the freezer, get out the ice cream, and scoop out a gigantic bowl of ice cream at 1030 at night. We're not here to judge you, Pat. Thank you. Yeah, don't judge me. Uh, So if it's been tough, you're on a roller coaster uh, ride with your weight, order today at riduzone.com. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT. They'll give you 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT, to get 30% off a three-month supply. It's riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. I do. On the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, 888-933-93. And, of course, at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter. Uh, from Dr. Mathlowski. <laughs> As in, according to some of Dr. Mathlowski's research. Uh, of course, Vitamin World is going under. How can they keep up with Alex Jones supplements? Well, they can't. And that's a great point. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, Nicole, Vitamin World, she go into facial cream. That's where the money is, as Joanna Gaines has proved. LeBron James, <laughs> Michael Jordan, yep. Brett Favre, mm-hmm. you name it. Uh, they're go- They're all going into facial cream right you, now. You did for a time, did you not? For a time, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I got too rich and I was a little guilty, so I came back to this. Thank you, Barack. Uh, right Wing Ninja, one Tweets, with all these stores possibly going out of business, my wife will save me tons of money by going to every single clearance sale. Oh, there you yeah, go. There, see? Yeah. Another silver lining. That's what actually saves money. I try to remind my wife of this. Um, not going shopping at all saves money. Okay? <laughs> I like that plan. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. write that if down. You, you know how much you'll save if you don't go at all? How much? A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Check your math. Are we sure? Yes, 100%. We've spent no money. That's uh, 100% savings. I like that. Uh, This from uh, tweeted out by Tom Sheehan. I guess Bette Midler was calling on all climate deniers. Oh, gosh. It was 117 yesterday in Los Angeles. It's going to be 103 today. It's 8 a.m. Give us a break. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, that's for climate deniers. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I just Mm -hmm. caught that. It's 8 a.m. Did she say what the temperature is at 8 a.m.? Or did she just say, give us a break, it's 8 a.m.? She doesn't like It's 8 a.m. Give us a break. Not a morning person. It's going to be. She didn't say it was 103. It's going to be. And then, so I don't know where the 8 a.m. thing comes in. She's trying to make you think it's 103 at 8 in the morning. Anyway, (laughs) so... A reply from Steve Goddard. Yeah, on this date in 1913, California was 128 degrees. On July 9th, 1913, California was 129 degrees. And on July 10th, 1913, California reached 134 degrees, the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth. (laughs) Bet seems to be forgetting her childhood again. (laughs) 
So great. Nice. Well also, done. also, get this. As it applies to the Los Angeles record temperatures, supposedly. Uh, article from a meteorologist, California-based meteorologist, Anthony Watts, wrote, Nearly every record high temperature reported over the last few days in L.A., are from weather stations com- compromised by heat sources and heat sinks. Oh. He said, in my opinion, the data from these stations is worthless. That's not to say L.A. isn't hot. Temperatures in much of greater Los Angeles were in the triple digits, according to the National Weather Service. But what he claims is artificial, are that the heat sources and heat sinks produced... Uh, produce localized heat around the weather station. Mm -hmm. And it adds the few degrees necessary to qualify as a record temperature. In general, cities are warmer than surrounding countrysides because of the urban heat island effect. You got all that concrete and stuff that makes it hotter. Downtown LA reported a daily high temperature of 108 degrees on Friday. However, Watts noted that the weather station was on top of a parking garage surrounded by vehicles. The weather station was relocated to the USC campus in 1999, where a meteorologist said it would be less prone to extreme swings. But that station had problems in the past. Uh, It's notorious for producing false record highs where there aren't any. For example, Honolulu and Tucson. Look at all the service vehicles parked around it. One wonders uh, what recent high record there was claimed. Just another result of a vehicle being parked too close to it, like the ice cream truck debacle that denied a new all-time high record for Scotland a few years ago. So it was parked by a truck whose exhaust was heating up the thermostat. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and, and a lot of these weather stations are put on top of asphalt uh, shingled roofs. Yep. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, or they're at the airport, and because of all the jet exhaust and all that kind of stuff, you create a little heat island there. So the airport's not a good place to monitor it either. I think one of the greatest facts, one of, one of those things that really makes an impact when you're discussing global warming with someone is people say, well, look, uh, the temperature is warmer now than it was. Just look at the temperatures around the world and the average temperature, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I love that little nugget of during Soviet-era Russia, how you would be forced to man a weather station in Siberia. Well, when, the, when, when communism fell mm-hmm. and people weren't forced to work in Siberia anymore at a weather station in the middle of nowhere where it's very cold then they stop recording those and averaging those in with temperatures around the planet. So therefore, the, oh. the average temperature changes. That's interesting. Because now we have... Of course have, it did. Now, now, now because Siberia is cold. Right. And now we're not factoring in those temperatures. So the average temperature is now warmer. That's interesting. Yes. Hmm. I'd never heard that explanation before. It's fun. I like that no, one. It is fun. Yeah. It's a fun little fact. Fun fact. Okay. If you will. Um. President Trump yesterday tweeted out uh, his confidence that Kim Jong-un will honor the agreement they made about denuclearization. He said, I have confidence that Kim Jong-un will honor the contract we signed. And even more importantly, our handshake. Okay. (laughs) Is that just a tad naive of President Trump to believe that because Kim Jong-un shook hands on a deal... That he's going to abide by that deal? 
don't know. I share his confidence there, but that's interesting. Yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> speaking of presidents, former president Jimmy Carter had some interesting things to say. Now, if you remember Jimmy Carter from the past, super religious guy, right? He was such a moral man. That's why it was such a big deal when he came out with the Playboy article that he lusted in his heart or whatever it was he said. He's had lust in his heart before, mm-hmm. and it was a huge issue. Well, now uh, somebody asked him what he thinks Jesus would think of gay marriage and abortion. Oh, Jimmy Carter. And, speak about Jesus. Uh-huh. Okay. Here's what he had to say. I never have run across any really serious conflicts between my mm-hmm. political mm-hmm. obligations and my religious faith. How about gay marriage? Uh, that's no problem with me. You know, the only, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. uh, everybody should have a right to get married, uh, mm-hmm. regardless of their sex. Mm-hmm. And uh, the mm-hmm. only thing I would draw a line on, I, I wouldn't be in favor of the government being able to force a local church congregation to perform gay marriages if they didn't want to. Right. But but the, those hmm. two partners should be able to go to the local courthouse or to a different church and get married. That's no problem. I That's have no had problem. a problem with abortion, mm. you know, and this has been a long-time problem of mine. I, I, I have a hard time believing that, that, that Jesus, for instance, yeah. mm-hmm. would approve abortions huh. unless it what? was because of, um, of rape or incest or or if the mother's life. mother's life was in danger. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I've, I've had that struggle. But I've, my, my I mean, oath of not. office was to obey the Constitution and, as in, and, and the uh-huh. laws of this country as interpreted by the Supreme Court. Sure, so I, sure. I went along with that. But, but that's uh-huh. been the only caveat. So when I was Would in, Jesus approve gay marriage? I, I, believe, no. I believe he would. Yeah. I believe oh, Jesus yes. would. I don't, oh, have, okay. I don't have mm-hmm. any verse mm-hmm. in Scripture. No, no, no. But I just uh, intuitively, uh, yeah. No. I, intuitively, I, I, I yeah, believe just, that Jesus sure. would approve gay marriage. But I'm not... Really? Hmm. That's just my own personal belief. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think Jesus would encourage any sort of love affair if it was honest and sincere. Any love and, affair, uh, really? And huh. was not damaging to anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that gay marriage damages anyone else. That's an interesting insight into what Jesus thinks. Where do you begin that? From Jimmy Carter. <laughs> There's a lot there, Pat. Oh my gosh, there's a lot there. Take the floor. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, you know, it's just that in this day that you can't say anything about it. You can't. I mean, that's not what he said is obviously not scripturally based. It's obviously not. Uh, but you know, you can infer or just intuitively, you know, that Jesus would be fine with these things. <laughs> really? Because mm. intuitively, if you're trying to use intuition, your intuition should maybe be based in scripture where he's spoken of these things. And I, I, I don't think your intuition would lead you down that road if you'd read the scriptures. But <clears throat> maybe I'm wrong. He's, he's right on the abortion thing. No, Jesus doesn't condone abortions. Well, you know Jimmy Carter teaches Sunday school, right? So who are you? Right. Who am I? Who are you? I teach Sun. I'm also a Sunday school teacher. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the battle of the Sunday school teachers <laughs> right now. <laughs> Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray is here. 888 Speaking of uh, abortion, as Jimmy, Jimmy Carter was just a moment ago, um, anybody see the Michelle Wolf show where she not only spoke about uh, abortion, she celebrated it. Not only should it be legal, it should be celebrated because it's so wonderful to Michelle Wolf. She is a supposed comedian. I don't know what late show she's on. She's got a Netflix show or something. Is it right? net okay, it's yeah. Netflix? Oh, she's man, she is atrocious. Yeah. Uh listen to some of her wisdom on abortion. Look, access to abortion is good and important. Some is people it? say abortion is killing a baby. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's stopping a baby from happening. It's like Back to the Future and abortion is the DeLorean. Oh, and everyone loves DeLoreans. It's funny. Their doors open like this. Good gosh. <laughs> and it's not even funny. Don't laugh at your stuff. Who's laughing at that? Yeah. So bad. And, and I know some people call themselves pro-life. But pro-life is a propaganda term that isn't real. No, you know what is a propaganda term that isn't real? Pro-choice. That's the propaganda term that isn't real. You can't choose to kill someone. Uh. Like healthy ice cream and handsome testicles. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's funny. Get the terminology straight. Mm, First of all, these people are anti-abortion, which means they're anti-woman. No, no, it doesn't mean that. Do you know how many women would be born if you allowed them to? That's pro-women. That's pro, pro-life pro for women. If these people were actually pro-life, they would be fighting hard for health care, child care, no. education, gun control, and protecting the environment. You're fighting hard for the government to be involved in all of those things. Uh, you can't mistake that for the people not caring about health care or the environment Gun control, you take away gun rights, that doesn't mean you want people killed with guns, you idiot, you simplistic buffoon. Uh, This is so awful. And then the stupidity of the people who cheer that. Oh, they love it. It's so funny. It's so good. What a great point. Yes, the government should take control of all of those things. Woo! Yeah! Socialism. Abortion people do not care about life. They just care okay. about birth. Like they think that's the only place you can watch a woman table. <laughs> had, had to edit that just a tad. It's the only place you could watch a woman, mm-hmm. let's say, poop on a table is what she was. She comparing mm-hmm. birth to that. Uh, it's not even the same. You know, does she not even know that those <laughs> come from different places? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think she does. This woman is a, an amazing buffoon. Oh, my gosh. And it didn't end there. There was more. And to be clear, this abortion uh, fight isn't for me. I have uh, money. I'll always be able to get an abortion. That's great. <laughs> wow. But abortion oh, shouldn't be a luxury. It should be the new. It shouldn't be the new I summer in Montauk. It should be on the dollar. Can you get this egg out of my McMuffin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So tonight, in honor of a man.
like to do a salute to abortion mm. in the breaks. 10th annual salute to abortion. Oh, good. Okay. There we go. There we go. Abortion, I salute you. Women, if you need an abortion, get, get one. one. That's if great. You want Six movies, so you're saying movie tickets are fifty dollars a piece? Where, where does this person live? <laughs> where does she go to movies? <laughs> that's uh, wow. That's your takeaway. Uh huh. That is okay. Because everything else is just driving me out of my mind. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I could really latch on to. And women, don't forget, you have the there power to give life, and men will try to control that. Don't let them. Gosh, that is sheer evil. It's you know, it's it's so far beyond stupid and unfunny. It's it made it all the way to evil land. Oh. And what an obnoxious, annoying, not funny person. How did she wind up on TV? I don't know. How did she wind up to have enough money that she can always have an abortion if she wants to? Wow. That is just Absolutely I stunning. Hurt. No. Absolutely stunning. Oh my gosh. Oh, by the way, I forgot that this uh, portion of the Pat Gray Unleashed show is brought to you by uh, Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, this is something I finally tried a few months ago, and I've been married to it ever since. I love it. It's the only way I really get vegetables in my diet. Does Jackie know? <laughs> <laughs> she does. You, you did yeah, the same she, thing to me earlier, does. remember? Yeah, it's really funny, too. <laughs> um, so now, you know, I just have more energy. I just feel better. And this is just going to be healthier. You know, maybe less doctor appointments. This could save you a lot of money. Every single scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. And it's pre and probiotic. All of those things boost your immunity, antioxidant power. It's actual real food. Just put it into a powder form and then you just take a scoop of it. Put it in eight ounces of water or whatever drink you want. It's just really easy and it tastes great. It actually sweetens your drink. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. You'll get 10% off a month's supply with the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. It does seem... As though Hillary Clinton is going to run again in 2020. So she ran unsuccessfully uh-huh. in uh, 20, uh, 2008. Uh-huh. And then Obama was president, so she didn't run in 12. Then she ran again in 2016. And she still hasn't gotten the, the, the message that we don't want you as our president. How many times do we have to tell you? You've won one election in your life, okay? Not a real tough one in New York to become their senator. Leave us alone. But she's ramping up her public presence and her fundraising appeals. And so everybody's starting to speculate. She's going to go for it again in 2020? Really? You're going to try to get a rematch with Donald Trump? <sighs> Um, she's been at high-profile events such as the Clinton Foundation and Oxford University in addition to asking for donations 
to causes she supports. New York Post notes that five times in the last month alone, Clinton let supporters know her super PAC was working against Trump. She has stayed at the top of her supporters' inbox using events of the day, such as her email railing against Trump's controversial zero-tolerance immigration policy, uh, trying to spread the message. She is using the headlines around Trump's policy as a rallying cry, and she's raised more than $1.5 million dollars for migrant children and their families being separated at the border. With the money going to several groups, including the ACLU, the Asylum Seeker Advocacy Project, and the Florence Immigrant and Refugee Rights Project. All wonderful organizations, I'm sure. Half of the donations came from Twitter with email, Instagram, and Facebook also helping her rake in the cash. And the day after uh, Anthony Kennedy announced his retirement, Clinton announced a new partnership with the group Demand Justice. Group's focus is on Trump's judicial nominees, noting on its mission page, our courts should be the place that we can trust to safeguard our rights and promote justice. And Demand Justice's executive director, Brian Fallon, served as Clinton's campaign press secretary during the 2016 contest. So... She's going to run again, as is Bernie Sanders. And it looks like Elizabeth Warren is going to get a, give it a shot. So you're going to have all of these 70-year-old people <laughs> running for office from the Democrat Party. I thought this was the party of youth and vitality and all the millennials. And you got septuagenarians running for office again? While you're at it, bring back John Kerry, too. Uh, and... Yes. Yeah, yeah, tell us. Richard Gephardt. Yes. It's time. Oh, yes. It's it time is. to take Richard Gephardt out of mothballs. Like a phoenix rising from the yes. ashes. Yes. Finally, bring him back. Dick We've been begging Gephardt. for Dip, Dick Gephardt. Please give him to us in 2020. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of fine if Hillary runs again because she'll lose again. Think so? Yeah, I do. No, but, but I think she loses the popular vote next time, oh, too. Oh, wow. That was my point. Mm-hmm. I think she gets her butt kicked sideways if she runs. Um, And so would Elizabeth Warren. She doesn't have a shot. Joe Biden, maybe. I don't know. Post me, too? Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. And I think Trump would use that against him, even though Trump doesn't, you know... <laughs> Not exactly clear of that particular movement. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) But, you know, uh, it'd be an interesting battle in the Me Too accusations between Trump and uh, Biden. That'd be interesting. It it would be the (laughs) further downward spiral of America. It probably would, actually. Oh. Uh, So they don't have they don't have anybody that well. Aside from some celebrities like, you know, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Maybe maybe he gives him a, a run for his money or uh, oh, President Tom West? Hanks. What about President West? I'm not talking about Alan West, unfortunately. I'm talking about President Kanye West. Because <laughs> that's happening. He might run. I, I, I don't hmm? envision Kanye West beating Donald Trump. I have zero faith in America. Yeah, well. And so I put nothing past the electorate. True. But I think it'd take a bigger celeb, like a, like a Dwayne Johnson. You know, The Rock would have like a shot. Likeable by everybody. You know? Yeah. 
I, I mean, who doesn't like The Rock? Chicks dig him mm-hmm. and like him. It's fun. He's fun. Seems like somebody you'd like to have a beer with. Yep. Um, if yep. you drink beer. Um, really? Yeah. That's what we're going to do. I mean, he could drink the beer, right? you know, have a soda or something. But okay. It seems like somebody you'd like to have a root beer with, Pat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or two. <laughs> or two. Or six packs. Oh, let's not get carried away. I'd six still probably pack. have to drive afterwards. Pack so. of root beer. I kind of limit my root beer intake. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So I don't know. I think they can throw just about anybody at Trump, and 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 they lose. There's nobody you think is kryptonite to him in twenty twenty. I don't think so. Maybe I think Al Gore's time might might be past. Even I I, I think the time for him it's, has come and gone. I am fascinated by the things that the left. You know, it's like you get upset about that. Really, that is what you get upset about. And the thing is that they. They really seem to hold against him selling his network to um, uh, Qatar. Qatar, the oil. Yeah. I mean, well, they should because he connected those dots. Pretty you know? hypocritical. It's like, wow, wait, you went the extra mile to go. Wait, you sold it to Qatar, mm-hmm. who gets their money from oil, but you can't see that killing a baby in the womb is murder. <laughs> yeah, they they can't get I that. Mean, that's one step. Cannot, cannot get that concept. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Remember when J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon called Bitcoin a fraud and the price fell like 24% and then J.P. Morgan started becoming one of the most active buyers on behalf of their clients in Bitcoin? The World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, George Soros publicly called Bitcoin a bubble. Then he directed his people to start buying Bitcoin? Yeah, they're, uh, they're manipulating the price and then they're buying So what we're going to do is put on a free live online broadcast that Glenn is hosting with Tika Tawari, who is his number one crypto expert. And he's Tika is going to share three cryptocurrencies that he believes you should be buying right now. Is it Bitcoin? I don't know. He hasn't uh, said yet, but he will a week from this Thursday, July 19th. Go to BeckCryptoShow.com and get registered for this free special event. You're going to love it. And it might make you wealthy. You can also have a chance then to take part in Palm Beach Letters' exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway. (laughs) And with $2 million, you really could get away too. uh, To maybe the south of France. For a while. I don't know if you could afford to live there, but you could certainly go visit. To get the details and register for this free event that Glenn uh, will be hosting, go to BeckCryptoShow.com. That's BeckCryptoShow.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. We're going to show you this uh, TV segment, I think from Poland. It's a Polish historian doing this really serious interview <laughs> when... Uh, Somebody arrives on the scene? Yeah, someone or something arrives on the <laughs> scene and creates a bit of a distraction. Uh, watch this. 
we tolerate this. <laughs> if uh, in every K position of the state, uh, the representative got of a cat the crawling on his shoulders, secret services are present, it means cats on that top our of right now. country is what I um, name Uzbekistan. It means <laughs> it's how bizarre is this? Shoulder secret to shoulder. Services. <laughs> he country. keeps swatting the yes. tail out of the his face. The country managed by communist secret services. Oh, okay. And you uh -huh. uh, That's may his see now. on the picture that, for example, <laughs> Mr. Dukaczewski. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> and it goes on and on. On he and doesn't on. Do anything. Never even mentions. Um, there's a cat on me right now. Mm -hmm. Let me take care of this for a second. Nothing. He just keeps talking. <laughs> In this serious interview with a cat crawling all over his shoulders and putting the tail in front of his face, in front of his eyes. Do you re that reminds me of the guy who was doing the Bizarre. interview in his home office and his kid starts coming in there right. and walking around and the nanny chases yeah. him in there. Yep. It's all on camera in the background. I love that stuff. That one's even worse, though. The cat, and he doesn't say anything about it. Right. I'm sorry I have Dude, a get cat. the cat off of you during the interview. The cat and sit him on the floor. Place it down. Obviously, the cat does that all the time. Mm -hmm. But you're in the middle of a serious interview. I mean, obviously, he's a nice guy. Yeah. The obviously. cats love him. Mm -hmm. But, dude, <laughs> come on. But come Stop. on. You're doing an interview on TV. Maybe you'd put the cat down. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you advocating for the cat violence? Terminating his life? No, I mean, it wasn't take that the big cat of a off of his shoulders and put him on the floor. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what Simple I Simple mind. Mm -hmm. Very literal, Pat. Apologize. Uh, for the U.S.'s 242nd birthday last week, Wallet Hub drew up a ranked list of the most patriotic states in the Union. Now, this might be surprising. Because they based it on not whether or not people consider themselves patriotic, but whether or not they've been involved in military uh, service, mm. civic engagement. Uh, are you an enlistee in the military? And the percentage of voting adults. So 87% of American adults said they were extremely or very proud to be American in 2001. 75% said said the same thing last year but based on military engagement civic engagement and voting percentage the most patriotic state in the union okay virginia i i would never <laughs> never think so okay that was followed by alaska wyoming south carolina idaho colorado hawaii Washington, North Carolina, and Georgia. Uh, number 11, Maine, followed by South Dakota, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Kansas, Maryland, Nebraska, Arizona, Vermont, Mississippi, still no Texas. Uh, 21 to 30, Utah, Nevada, Montana, New Mexico, Missouri, Alabama, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Florida. Only then, at number 31, okay. comes Texas. Ohio, Minnesota, Arkansas, Louisiana, Tennessee, Kentucky, Oregon, Indiana, West Virginia. And then the bottom 10. Oh, here we go. Okay, the no. bottom feeders. So so the 10 least patriotic states in the union. Delaware, Democrat state. Pennsylvania, yeah, mostly purple, but mostly Democrat. Michigan, Democrat. California, definitely Democrat. Connecticut, 
New York, Illinois, Rhode Island, New Jersey, Massachusetts, all Democrat states. Massachusetts, least patriotic. Uh-huh. Wow. Huh. Wow, how times have changed in 240 years. Yeah. And then, because this came out on Independence Day, we were wondering, you know, how many, with the, with the State of the Union right now, how many Independence Days do we have left? Uh-oh. As a nation. Do we go past the year 2030, do you think? Yeah, by two years. You think we make it to 2032? Yeah. Is that really your prediction? That's been my prediction for about 20 years. Oh, really? Yeah. We we, we Okay. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. That's my guess. 2032. Seems like the trajectory. And then what happens? It's really not a country anymore, or we're just in total chaos? About nine different countries. (laughs) So we break into nine different countries? Feels that way. Yeah. Mm. I mean, let's not exaggerate. Probably more like seven. Seven <laughs> countries. I don't know, man. Like, All right. Like, That's seriously. pretty pessimistic. Think of the chaos from just September 11th, 2001, and how we felt that day, and how stressed out we were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could not have... Uh, that seems like a, such a simpler time, and I'm not trying to be tacky. I'm saying just, you wake up that day, and it's like... Looking back, it's like today it's just chaos after chaos mm-hmm. on a regular basis. That was one huge event. Yeah. And now it's And it brought just us together for about five, a eight, month. Yeah, about a minute. Maybe. And it just feels like we are fighting over every little thing. And we're not fighting an external enemy. We're fighting amongst ourselves over mm-hmm. everything. Well, you seem... Much more pessimistic than many Americans. A new Gallup survey shows 55% of Americans believe the country's best days are ahead of us, not behind us. Now, that's up eight percentage points. Oh, good. From 2012, when 47% said America's best days were ahead. During the Obama administration, people were more negative than they are now. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. When you, f- when you think about the future of the United States, which do you agree with more? Country's best years are ahead of us or the country's best years are behind us? 55 to 41 said the best, the best times are ahead. These are more optimistic people than Keith Malinak. You should be ashamed of yourself, Keith. Really? Yeah. You, you asked me a question. Kind of just, what I, kind of patriot are you? I just answered You're your... no kind of patriot. That's the kind you are. Oh, All right. I, I love America. I just yeah. Obviously, you think we've only got uh, 14 we... years left. That's all you think we have. The shelf life uh, on the country. <laughs> I hope not. I do. T- I hope not. Trust me, I do too. I want. I want this to go on forever. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Use that tomorrow. Talk to you here Matt then. Ray. The Blaze Radio Network.